Auto One Podcast Network. Hello and welcome to another episode of Creative Riding, the motorcycle podcast that brings you two-wheel topics from around the globe. Tonight's show is brought to you by our supporters on Patreon. If you'd like to become a patron of the show, go to www.patreon.com forward slash creative writing to find out more. Now, to our regularly scheduled show, 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 show. I did this joke last week too, and it was not funny then either. Yeah. All right, everybody. How are you guys doing this week? This is a creative writing episode number. I don't expect Jordan to know it. I haven't been here. I wasn't here last time. This is 180. (laughs) 180? Yeah, 180. We do one a week. How many weeks is that? How good is your guys' math? 57. Yes! 57 (laughs) weeks on the chart. 180 weeks. Uh, We've been doing this now for... Hmm, going on like four years, I think. So mm. it's pretty cool. We've had numerous guests, some of them a lot cooler than others. And luckily to help us out this week, we got another cool re- returning guest. So that's always nice. Jay, and bum, go bum, ahead. Bum. I'm not going to, I always I always do this. I always mess it up and introduce people to, you know, step on their cool <laughs> intro of themselves. This week, I'm not going to do it. Go ahead. Tell us Tell us who you are and who's sitting in the studio with us this week. Oh, man. So my intro sucks, too. Um, <laughs> All right. Well, that was him. <laughs> that was no, it. This is Diggs, man. People know me as Diggs from Diggs and Ghosts. My first name's actually Jordan. Yeah. Uh, most people don't know that. And I am the host of New to Two, IMS Rides, Diggs and Ghosts. I'm a wine accessory company owner and soon to be racer. Yeah. Nice. Dude, the list goes on and on and on for you. And I'm super excited. That's basically what we're going to be talking about on tonight's show. Uh, And also, we're watching some Isle of Man highlights. I I love... I shouldn't distract you. I, hey, want to come on the podcast? And I like put on a <laughs> video TV. of like motorcycle I know, racing. It's a nice big TV, also. Yeah, I know. It's such as the one in the garage that we have is like this. <laughs> Jay and Chris are always like squinting, getting out the binoculars to see it. But um, but yeah, so the Isle of Man happened last week when we were recording. We recorded on Wednesday, and the racing hadn't really even happened yet. Uh, this year's Isle of Man was pretty intense and pretty crazy because of weather and jordan just clued me in right before we started recording that he got the whole thing on hulu man I it's on not- motor trend you can actually go to motortrend.com they're all they're all there too yeah you sign up you know what i think i'm gonna because don't they do it through i think i watch it through amazon too yep they're on i believe they're on amazon prime yeah who, pretty much any streaming service yeah. if you just join 2019 you so can- weird that they like know what people want and they stream it to like a internet based sort of thing Cell that you can phone, access TV, yeah whatever it's crazy <laughs> right it's crazy so yeah it happened i'm I couldn't be there in person, and uh, our friend from uh, Cleveland Moto, Phil Waters, he was over there and commenting. It was kind of fun chatting with him on Facebook as he was like literally watching what I was hearing on uh, Manx Radio. I sent a link to our Facebook page. Obviously, you can't send links to Instagram, so that kind of sucks. <laughs> but uh, anybody that got that link, you could tune in and listen live to the racing and hear all the guys. It's so rad listening to sports announcers because they're literally they're breaking down, they're losing their shit basically, <laughs> and. And it's because, you know, they see stuff happening on the mountain and they're looking at, t- they're just looking at numbers and, and the same, you know, feed that everyone's <laughs> seeing. And they're just like freaking out about it. Right. It's so cool. And, um, oh, we got such and such at Bray Hill. We're going to flip it over to him. And he's like, oh, they haven't even come by yet. And he's just like all jazz, like spazzing, waiting for him. Cause like it takes, they go by that fast. Like 
mm. a mill, not even a full second to, to go by. So you're standing there for half an hour. Well, the laps for the fast guys are about 16, 18 minutes. So you're standing there for 18 minutes and then they go by in one second. You have to give your whole report on that. Like what, what just happened in this half a second? <laughs> so it was pretty cool listening to that. And now that I know that it's on Motor Trend on uh, Hulu, or Amazon or anywhere or motortrend.com. Yeah, motortrend. I'm going to go check it out. Also because they have that on two right on two wheels, right? Is on mm-hmm. um motortrend now. And they have they have like a free trial. So you could technically <sighs> now that it's done you could binge watch. I'm going to do, do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's probably the best. Cuz I had to listen to it on Manx Radio. So this year, uh we reported on Wednesday, maybe I'll recap Wednesday what happened. So what happens usually is it's a fortnight, so it's two two weeks of racing, and they usually qualify the first week starting on Saturday, like the last Saturday in May or something like that, traditionally. And this year, it totally got blown out of the water because of literally water. 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 <laughs> it was so rainy, they couldn't see. Uh, the fog was coming down on the mountain, they couldn't you know, see to the next corner. They, it was so wet. They couldn't race in some parts. Um, so they were just hosed. And so they postponed racing or qualifying. They don't do it on Sundays. So I think they postpone Saturday's qualifying until Monday. And then Tuesdays, they do it like every other day or something. And and it just got shifted all by one day. And so they ended up, you know, doing it one day for just a few hours. Then it got canceled the next day. So then on Wednesday, they did it, got canceled Thursday. Mm-hmm. They did it on Friday, got canceled Saturday, whatever. It took a long time. And so finally on Monday, when I think the races normally start on Saturday, they finally started racing on Monday. So that was pretty cool. We kind of rehashed that last week with the, um, the winners. I don't know if anybody listened or paid attention, but my favorite guy this year was Peter Hickman. And last year he set the fastest lap. He's the fastest road racer in the world right now with the 135 average lap speed or average uh, speed. Um, and you know, these bikes do MotoGP speeds on the straightaways, but MotoGP average speeds, I looked it up and they're about a hundred miles an hour average lap time on mm-hmm. the closed circuits. Cause the circuits are only like two to three miles mm-hmm. max. Mm-hmm. This is 37.37 miles or whatever the hell it is. You know and that number off the top of your head. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Cause I, I have <laughs> watched this. Homework. I've watched this for a long time. It's 37.73, I think is what it is. And, um, cause it's like a palindrome almost, but they, reach those MotoGP speeds for X miles, you know, for 10 miles. I forget how long the, uh, the straight is that they take the speed readings on, but it's pretty far. And and even if there's a little bend in it, they're still cooking at like 120, you know, there, but they get up to like 200 some odd miles an hour for a while. Um, so yeah, Hickman took it. I won't rehash the, the stuff that we reported last Wednesday, but I do want to say that it was a historic Friday. Uh, and that was partly because they normally do two or two races a, a, a day and then they'll do qualifying for the next race, you know, afterwards. And there was so much rain, like Jordan said, just water everywhere. And they had to pack five races into one day last Friday. And it was, this never happened before. So everybody, all the announcer guys that were spazzing out about, you know, the times and stuff for what they're pulling off in the wet were also spazzing because that was a historic TT. They've always started on Saturday. They missed it this year. And then they crammed five into one day. And so it was pretty sweet. And um, the last ones that we didn't get to, I think last week we talked about the Hickman took the superbike uh, TT, and then there's two sidecars and two super sports. And he ended up taking super sport number two and super stock. And on um, the sixth, uh, yeah, this is on the sixth. Now, fast forward to Friday. Uh, I mean, Friday, 
was the sixth where like the, all these races are crammed into. Hickman took Super Sport 2, which I think he came in second in Super Sport 1. So he took Super Sport 2, he took Super Stock, um, and he was on par for the senior. He came in second. His BMW was puking water, and they were they were trying to find that out the day before. It was overheating, water, it was getting so hot, it was just like geysering out. They couldn't get it figured out. And so to be on lap three or no, it's a six lap senior, but I think they cut it down to four or something like that. But to be on like that race and be like, dude, my bike is overheating and I know I can pin it, but not pass this. He was just on biting his nails because Mm. number three was coming up after him. You know what I'm saying? So it was, it was pretty interesting. Um, pretty cool. And I got to go check this out. Uh, just because I want to see it, what I heard. They were, they were spazzing about it so much because a lot of them were close. Michael Dunlop and John McGinnis finished terribly, and they were coming back from, I think they both missed last year. Dunlop did, I know for sure. He yeah. sat the year out due to the family stuff. Yeah, and he... Um, oh, McGinnis did too. McGinnis did because he crashed he at hurt. the Northwest 200. Mm-hmm. He got really banged. His leg, he busted his leg in like three places, and Dunlop, his brother, died last year. So he sat it out and so this was his first return since his brother died um at uh, his brother died at scaries i believe and so um so he uh i guess this was his return and he was hoping to pull off a bunch of you know he set he set the fastest one of the fastest times on a bmw him and hutchinson in 20 uh, 17. So then last year, you know, Hickman and Harrison blew like mm-hmm. 135s. Like, that's amazing. And so this year he's hoping to come back. But with the rain and all that stuff, nobody could go. I think 130 was the fastest lap. So five miles an hour off of, uh, you know, the record pace. Yeah. Uh, that's when you, it's kind of hard to think about it, but it's a lot when you're doing that sustained speed for this long. I mean, look how, <laughs> look how fast <laughs> these guys are going. It's crazy to watch. But um, Dunlop did pull off a lightweight TT, which is SV650s. Um, it's parallel. It's it's twin 650s and lower. So I think he was on a... FZ07s are in that class. Yeah, I, I think he was on a... They're in that class, but I forget why they're allowed to be in that class. I don't think that they race in that class. The FZ07s and MT07s don't race in that lightweight anymore, I don't think. Oh, they don't? No. I think it's only, um, I'm pretty sure they don't. I was looking up this year, and it was like mostly like Ninja 650s, uh, SVs, the new SVs, mm-hmm. um, the CBR. Isn't There's like a uh, twin-cylinder CBR, right? They're, they're not so. all for it. It's like the 650F or something or something yeah. like that. I forget. But, um, but yeah, there was a lot of... Uh, Twins, basically, is what the, the super lights are. So Dunlop took that win, um, and Coward was right behind him catching up. So, and I, I got to watch it. I, I'm going to go and check it out. So, yeah. Uh, the craziest thing that I thought was the TT Zeros, I'm super excited about electric bikes. Yes. And it's funny because I keep, I, I know that most of the people that listen to us are here in Canada and in a lot of Australia. And those are like places that aren't going electric right now. But there are, we have a lot of like sub listeners. Like when you start trickling down into like the hundreds and like fifties and people that are hitting us from weird countries, those are the places that are going all electric. Like India, Mm. China is like almost all electric right now. And so I read a lot of news from those countries. um, And it's incredible what, type of stuff they're putting out right now did you go to the electric thing at the peterson i did not the electric yeah so that was interesting to hear people especially like hollywood electrics who's been around like yes. the longest i think mm-hmm. of anybody anybody in the nation I harlan's think. awesome shout out harlan yeah yeah he's he's <laughs> a cool dude i've i've only met him one time and it was when 
the Brahma was getting sold at Circuit City. Do you remember that? Like 2007, I went down there to test ride a Brahma, and it's when they partnered with Circuit City. <laughs> it was the very first <laughs> year. What is that? Yeah, yeah, I know. <laughs> Everyone's that's like 24 in London is like, what the hell? It was the very first year of the TT Zero, and they had their um, Brahma. It was the um, what was that one called? The Brahma Inertia, and it uh, it was like a Suzuki. SV650 like fairing like the the you remember the Suzuki's the SVs that was like the SVF or whatever the fuck had mm, the fairing on yeah, it yeah. so it was that basically on an inert on a inertia and that's all it was I mean it was pretty cool they had totally dialed up the motor but they had developed it like Hollywood Electrics had developed it and this guy Bobby Lou had done um, all their suspension he's a suspension guy um, and so he had done all their suspension. Harland had put in like all the motor, and they got the motor there at Hollywood Electrics. If you go look, they got their race motors that they were tweaking on there. So not only a dealership, but they helped start like Bramo and the TTXGP or whatever the hell they used to call it before it was the TT Zero. And so this year, Mugen, uh, McGinnis and Rudder were both on Mugens, mm-hmm. and uh, they came in first and second respectively. And dude down the Sullaby Strait or whatever the hell it's called, um, Michael Rudder pulled a 176, 176 miles an hour on that thing. And uh, it, if you watch it, because I've watched the, it was insane. I don't, I don't want to misquote. I believe they were running over 120s too, weren't they? Yeah, the the <laughs> he said a one uh, McGinnis, I think, was a 121.909 average <laughs> lap. And so that was Sheesh. what some of the uh, that's faster than the sidecars were pulling, and that was right ar- around the pace of the lightweights. Mm-hmm. And then they don't do it at the TT anymore, but like if you go to um, Northwest and I think Scaries and Ulster and all that stuff, they still have a, like a 250 class. And so that is like what the 250 guys are doing. I mean, th- so they're running in like lightweight speeds above some of the mm-hmm. other classes, you know? So it's incredible with Energica and Lightning. Uh, coming out with like base model 150 mile an hour claimed bikes I'm excited to see what race dudes can do if like they can pull this stuff out of have you seen one of those the Energica yeah oh dude they're beautiful (sighs) they're so beautiful Mm -hmm. oh my goodness they had them at the electric revolution we went to the us and Wiggins went to that at the Peterson that opening the specs on those bikes oh dude they are amazing and they're Extant, meaning that they are in production. You can go and buy one, and they're like ten thousand dollars less than a Harley Davidson mm-hmm. Livewire right now. You know, like no, not 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 to knock Harley because they're one of the only big OEMs getting into the game. But uh, dude, those bikes are I, beautiful. I missed a golden chance, a golden ticket on one actually. Really, um, working the IMS, I actually got to meet the CMO. Yeah, and we chopped it up for a little bit. I just didn't have the money at the time. Uh huh. He was going to give him one for fifteen five. You're kidding me. I just didn't have... I was moving too, and I didn't have it. Fifteen five. You know what's funny? That is like the story of my life. Like all the... Every opportunity comes right when I'm like jumping. I, like I got one foot on something else. And I'm like, oh, this other foot has to land there. Or I'm just going to fall on my face every on both mm-hmm. sides, right? For... Um, you talked about how you're going to, you know... Newly, newly eraser, and we'll, we'll get a, we'll get into that in a second. But Energica had for like fifty eight hundred bucks. I think it might still be going on in, in June or July is when it's actually happening. So you could still sign up. They will fly you over to Italy, like Mugello or something like that. They're gonna have. They're gonna train people to race on those because I think the series yeah. is hurting for riders that mm-hmm. want to race electric bikes. Listening to the people from the Isle of Man talk about it, like the guys that were actually racing it, Rudder and and um. 
him and McGinnis didn't have anything negative to say, but they were asking some of the younger guys, and they're like, eh, it's a motorcycle, right? I mean, you know? Mm-hmm. And I was like, dude, I would be like pumped. Uh, I'd get some quick wins early. That's what I want to do. Dude. Mm-hmm. Get some quick wins For before sure. it gets super competitive For and sure. I still get to have the trophies. And the guy, um, Daly Matheson, the guy that passed away, he actually – like he was most successful in the electric class. I think he had like seven podiums and maybe three wins or something like that. I'm totally making numbers up, but (laughs) I know he did really well in that class. And uh, yeah, it's the one class where like there's so much new stuff happening in these other classes. Everybody's got their bike rung out to the max to where like even the S1000RRs, which was the fastest bikes in 2017 with Hutchinson and Dunlop. Now they're getting, you know, spanked. It's, it's every little, it's just like the last little seconds, which you mm-hmm. can pull because I think um, Harrison was on a Kawasaki, if I'm not mistaken, and Hickman was on a BMW. And so it doesn't matter who's on it anymore. It's like the bikes are so top peak. Mm-hmm. So the electrics is where like, there's a lot of development still, you right. know what I'm saying? And yeah, quick wins fast, get out there, be <laughs> on the spear tip because like in 50 more years, these bikes, the ice bikes might be running in the Manx TT, which is like the vintage yeah. and like classic TT, right? They might, this might be classic in, in 50 years. It might not be running, uh, um, combustion engine bikes. It might be all electric. So to get in the tip of the spear now and like be one of the revolutionaries of, you know, the next hundred years of the Isle of Man or whatever would be pretty sweet. Um, but yes, the Energica's super beautiful and you should check into it. If you're going to be a Magello, I know you're like traveling a lot so. <laughs> but yeah they're they're paying I, to be at Magello. <laughs> I don't know yeah i don't know if it's because of the attitude that these racers have toward electric and speed and and capability but i do know that uh they're looking you know with the moto e um mm-hmm. series tagging along a few rounds with moto gp they need riders that aren't going to be bound by contract like we don't want you to crash on this electric and then like not be able to race like in gp right yeah so or even like moto 2 guys get paid a lot for or developed you know to be the next big thing so nobody wants to lose a rider and i think 5800 bucks honestly isn't that bad if you get to ride an energica and then i think that they um give you a discount on it or something like that. Like they, there, it was part of this package. And so maybe that's what he was trying to do. Maybe he's trying to groom you. Get he's it. like, here's a 15, <laughs> I'll sell it to you. Because then now for, you know, an extra five, which would have been like the full price of it, you go Can to a riding over. academy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. They have a hundred and I want to say 156 foot pounds of torque. Yeah. Like that. that yeah. That's just uncalled for. Dude, the, uh, <laughs> the modus <laughs> M, uh, you know, V4, which was like a, baby block mm, Chevy yep. sort of, you know, it kind of was, but that's what it was based on. Those things were like the only combustion engine bike that had even like near that, you know what I'm saying? Like it's insane. Like, and it's insane, right? Like, yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. And that was the thing. You, this is going to blow your brains out too. Um, I was looking at, I forget the name of it. The electric trials bike that had 400 and this is the number. I thought I was misreading it. I reread it like three or four <laughs> times. It was like 486 or 426 foot pounds of torque. And you know how trials bikes are super skinny. Mm-hmm. And so since it was electric, that's all it was, was the motor and then a big old train. And so I'm guessing with the gear reduction and whatever else, because mm-hmm. trials bikes, you have to be able to pop them up like onto mm-hmm. like some six foot tall stuff, right? And so it was saying it had 400 and something, 86 or 26 foot pounds of torque that's out of this like- Ridiculous. Yeah. And I was like, dude, that's like a winch for pulling like tractors out of ditches and stuff, right? Like it's incredible what this stuff can do and people aren't giving it a chance. Uh, 
knowing that you got that offer, dude, I I almost feel bad for it. I would have went in with you just to see you uh, it, it get hurts. into it. There's so much carbon fiber on it too. Yeah, Olin's they are Rumble so beautiful. And they had two of them at the at least maybe it was Synergica, maybe it was Lightning. Was it Lightning that had two of them there? They had at the, the, the at that show. I think Energica only had one there, <laughs> but they have, you know, the Ego, the Corsa, and the Eva. I only know the Ego. The that's e- still what it's got Ego, my heart. Eva, and the SASA <laughs> or whatever it's called. And they're so beautiful. One's a Street Fighter, one's a cafe, mm-hmm. and one's a straight up sport bike that looks like a sport bike. It doesn't look like an electric bike with stuff taped mm-hmm. to it, yep. right? No. Which is the problem that most of them have is like they look like uh, an electric nerd got it and then like somebody tried to make it look cool with adding stuff here and there and it doesn't look cool you like know the, the charging inert- capacity of those are a lot faster too. yeah i think it's because they're euro spec or something well, and i know quite a bit just because i yeah let's really it. well they're liquid cooled batteries oh, is what i heard so right. like bikes like the zero are not so you can only charge it so fast without overheating yeah, the yeah. battery those are liquid cooled so there is actually a liquid in those that you need hmm. um flushed i think they said wow. every like not so regularly it's like a but coolant. <laughs> it, it is it yeah. is exactly like that so that they could charge they said if you use like a a quick port charger like a tesla style oh, yeah. 30 minutes 80 percent. yeah 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 i'm like that that's a track day i was looking at um <laughs> they had like when you were saying they had all the specs online um and i did like a little on paper comparo the a uh, few months ago and those ones have, and I think it's because they're they're an Italian company, so they have to probably meet all the Euro standards that we don't have over here. Because mm-hmm. even in America, nobody they're not standardized yet. Like Tesla has their own, and then there's like mm, two or yeah. three different types of quick chargers that like uh, Nissan and Toyota and like whoever the hell else is making electric stuff like Mercedes and all those guys are using. And they're trying to narrow it down, but the problem is, is that they don't. And so the Energicas have like three different charging ports on them, and there's like, they said level the two level four and level five and i don't even think we have that in the states i think we have like level two <laughs> and a quick charge or something yeah like maybe three is a quick charge but yeah 30 minutes and we've had a guy on the show that that does that stuff and he was telling us that they're getting it, the magic number they're working toward is that like seven minute or something <laughs> like that because he's like most people spend seven minutes in a regular gas car, but he's like, even 15 wouldn't be bad. Then you're stretching Mm-mm. your legs, you're getting a coffee. Like if you're doing touring on a motor, like if you could imagine like an electric Harley, dude, plenty of people would take a 15 minute break to stretch the legs. And cause you're sitting, if you're really touring, you need a 15 minute walk around and wake up. Har- you know? Harley is missing. I've said this everywhere across the country this year. They are missing the biggest opportunity outside of like the live wires dope, right? Yeah. No taking away from that. But with their full size baggers, why not make a true hybrid at least? You can get the sounds. You right. can put a very small cubic inch engine, but you could run electric all the time. And it's the only bike in the world no one would give a damn that yeah. it weighs 100 pounds heavier. Yeah. You, could, you could just and get I rid of the saddlebags. I think you'd catch a lot of the demographic because the sound is a key thing. Like on the forums and all the comments, that's exactly. the number one thing is they're like, I don't want like, a, you know. And don't make it lime green. Don't make yeah, it yeah, this yeah. random yeah. electric yeah, yeah, yeah. color. Take your street glide and dyna glides and all these big other glides Dude, and just throw some batteries on the back. Make it a CVO color that everyone wants and maybe they'll want that bike as a result and like you're saying dude the motors on those on the baggers at least and the soft tails they are a motor and then a separate tranny and then like a little bit of electrics where the battery like there are already a lot of real estate mm-hmm. on there and if you were to convert that all the battery and motor and controller that to get like super efficient you know with with power like you're saying even a small regenerative motor or hybrid motor to get you down 
60 miles to the gas station, whatever it is. Anything like that would be awesome. Just city driving day to day. You, you could drive all electric and then you literally, oh, I'm going out with my, my buddies, turn the engine on and they can hear it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, all it needs is like a big single to be like, <laughs> <laughs> what the hell? That's the 125 crazy. actually. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, and so they have, those bikes already weigh upward of like 900-ish pounds if you get like the FLHTK, like the big mm. l- ultra-limited, you know, bagger with like the top case and all that stuff. Hell, even one of those could be extra batteries. Who knows? But those things already weigh like 960 pounds or something. Yeah. What's another like 50 or 60 pounds worth of batteries and or like and a little motor? Split all of the storage pieces <laughs> in half. Just yeah. split the storage in half. Yeah. No one will even notice. <laughs> yeah. It, it's it's cool. When I saw the live wire, that's what I thought. When I heard Harley was making an electric bike, that's what I thought. I was like, oh, it makes sense. I'd seen so many homebrew stuff on the internet. This is you know going back about ten years when Brahma was literally the only bike for sale. And I was like, when's everybody else gonna make one? I didn't say it like Mickey Mouse. But <laughs> it, I I was wondering a little more like Minnie. A little more. Hey, Mickey, <laughs> where's my motorcycle? Yeah, I I seen guys that took like. Um, old Kawasaki like Vulcan 900s and threw like lead acid batteries which weigh like 60 pounds a piece you know what I'm saying <laughs> and they had like six of them on there and I was like man there's got to be something better and then I'm thinking and why didn't they just get like a big and I was thinking Goldwing or Harley mm-hmm. Bagger and take once you take everything out you got so much space the controllers and motors that actually power the wheel yeah, like the tank are not very big yeah yeah you got like a 6 gallon tank that could be all batteries now mm-hmm. and so when you look at a Harley the motor looks huge and I don't know what's in there on the live wire because all the other ones like even the Altas and the Zeros and stuff they're kind of Compact, and mm-hmm. then you got the li- the motor's not very big because all it has to do is spin at a bajillion rev- you know RPMs, yeah, whatever it is. And so you don't need like a big tranny like you do. And so I was thinking that I don't know how much of that is engineered to look like a some sort of motor. How much of that is engineered and is electronics and what and actually what's up higher? Like I don't know why they made it look like that, but you're right. There that hunk right there that mill that they have in the live wire you plop that in a bagger and it wouldn't even you wouldn't notice it because it would be small comparatively you know yeah. what i'm saying and yeah and then you could put two of them on there and go you know it, it, it's interesting and since they do have the live wire they haven't mentioned any more plans they have that like electric mountain bike looking it's still a motorcycle because it's in that pedals yeah and Let's just, you know, yeah. I'm, holla at me. You know, I got you. I'm going to help you all out, man. Come on. He's here to help people. He's, I just he, want bikes to be here tomorrow. Yeah. yeah. He yeah. knows plenty of people in the industry, and he, you know, we're not talking like, uh, I don't know. It's not like you're not trying to develop it in secret and not tell anybody for five years. We know how Harley yeah. Davidson works. I just think they have the live wire so disconnected from the rest of their line. It just, I think that's why it wasn't received as well by the the loyal mm-hmm. Harley riders. You know? Yeah. Well, and also people, right now it's kind of interesting because people do love it and some people are jazzed about it. And I don't know, I see comments and unfortunately I don't see an age and a gender. So I don't know if that's like some young person that's like... It's like split. I see it like it's really split. It's like people either love it or they yeah, hate yeah. it. And I'm wondering if the people that hate it are young dudes or women that are like, Trying to get into Harley for what Harley is. From what I've seen, uh, just from my little, like, research, which is not significant, but it's been mostly, like, old white dudes. 
Yeah. <laughs> that like it? That, that really don't like it. Oh, that don't like it. Well, no. uh, that, and that's what I'm saying. Like, They're I don't, like, give me my we motor. need to see an age yeah. and, a, and, and some more quantitative data because some old dudes are like, yeah, man, I love making like weird stuff in the garage. Like, yeah, yeah, I have yeah. an old, you know, yeah. weed eater that I turn into a blender, you know, or whatever. <laughs> and like, you know, electric's great. And then there's other dudes that are like, man, you know, like I was on the first Harley and I'll be damned if I'm going to ride yeah. electric. So it's hard to, it's hard to know where these people are coming from. But also like with everything turning electric soon and, and Europe, a lot of Europe is going electric only, um, or so they say, um, thanks to Dieselgate, you know, mm. uh, mm-hmm. Audi and mm. VW and, uh, it for everybody. Yeah. Thanks, guys. Yeah. And who, um, I think Audi and Porsche, because, you know, Porsche is part of that. They just got hit with their own diesel. They've all been juicing their Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So, of course, VW owns Porsche. How long do you think it's going to be before Porsche had their own little Mm -hmm. scandal? So, because of that, is part of the reason why this development's going on. And Harley Davidson having to install, um, uh, like they're installing chargers at every dealership and that's going to be a cost on the dealership and it's a few thousand bucks for each one. But I think it was part of their super tuner scandal when they were like selling super mm, tuners for mm-hmm. like 15 years and mm. like the EPA popped them a couple of years ago with like a billion dollar fine, you know, and and this and that. It's like, oh crap. And part of it was like a sort of, um, I forget what they called when you have to do these type of programs, like a retribution or something, but they, part of it was they had to do something uh, a green, oh. and I, I made fun that they had a plant in an orchard, but they really did have to do something like that. I think they did it in Minnesota. They did something where they like did some green project for the city. But I think this live wire thing is part of that because Wiggins they and cleaned I cleaned up all the oil they spilled. Yeah, in yeah. The <laughs> <laughs> they went and planted I mean, all the trees. I think they planted some trees in L.A. somewhere where it needs it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Minnesota's Minnesota. good. They Minnesota's got, good. Yeah, they they got, they, they got a lot of timber, but. Uh, we don't have, I mean, we're, there's too many sidewalks around here to plant trees. <laughs> um, but, you know, Wiggs and I were talking about it too. The cafe standards have, I think Trump's like trying to dial that back or whoever he put in charge of the EPA mm-hmm. is trying to dial that back. But for a long time, you had to get more efficient every year. And the only way for companies to offset, like Ford and Chevy to offset their pickups and utility fleet vehicles that they were selling that get like seven miles of the gallon mm. was to make a hybrid car. And so then you subtract the difference and you're like, ah, all of our cars get 40 miles to the gallon on average average because we got this one that does like 170 right. miles per gallon because it's a hybrid. Did you hear so, what Tesla was doing, by the way? No. They were selling Launching their energy cars credits. into space is what I heard. They, oh, I well, yeah, yeah, They yeah. were selling their energy credits to like Ford and them. The yeah, yeah, they, yeah. <laughs> Dude, this whole, like the way business works <laughs> is just incredible. And I, we, for a long time, there were uh, pollution caps was the same way. In California for CARB, if you p- had certain emissions, I know because I used to work at a body shop and even the paint and stuff counted towards your emissions. Mm-hmm. And so California went to water-based paints about like 20 years ago. And um, no more enamel. If you wanted to get that, if you had an old hot rod that was like enamel, you had to go to like Arizona or someplace that didn't have that Jeez. law. But so once businesses started doing that, they're like, oh, well, you need to paint cars and stuff or, you need, or you're making hot sauce and you have to burn like X amount of coal to make your hot sauce taste the way it does. Well, so you are carbon credits. And so mm. that's mm. basically the same, same deal. Tesla. 2019 version. Dude, <laughs> I'm telling you, it's incredible. It's funny that that stuff is what's leading in Europe to the development of, I mean, everybody over there wants to go green anyway, and they see it as like the green future. And so it's not like they weren't starting to go that way, but also you get hit with um, 
you know, I keep saying retribution. That's not the word. That's not what they call it when a company has to do some sort of like community-based restorative project uh, because they've done something like else. Reparations? Sort of, but that's like more for like when you bomb another country and now they're coming for you. <laughs> but it is like that. And, you know, basically like they, you were now beholding you to like do something responsibly, right, right. you know, and so they're like, oh, we'll develop an infrastructure. So in Europe, this stuff's going crazy. And uh, I mean, Volvo, I think already is trying to go by 2025 or 2030. No more, no more uh, petrol. They're going all electric. And so India has said they're going to try and do it as well. China's already working on it right now. China is actually converting uh, bikes by the millions to electric scooters and stuff. Really? And there's a company that I follow on LinkedIn that like daily posts about their how their, their bike company is blowing up because they're city bikes. And in mm-hmm. China, most people live like in the cities that – have there been any commute. reports on how it's affected the pollution? Because like the pollution Here's the is deal. insane over there. Yeah, it is insane. And most of the people, like I live, there's a, a large Chinese population around here and everybody has masks because the mm-hmm. yeah. they're used to, they're used to it. At, mm-hmm. being at home. And LA is probably, I don't know how much better than China, <laughs> right? To be perfectly honest. But uh, yeah, I see it, and it's like, yeah, you see pictures of China, especially in the 80s, and you couldn't even see, like, a block. Yeah, well, there will be days where I was reading an article where it's, like, it'll be on the news, and, like, you have to, it's, like, you have to wear a mask to to be able to breathe. Right, and so that is actually changing, because the numbers was, like, millions. Like, so many, so many millions of motorcycles have been swapped out for electrics over the last, like, two or three years. And then in 2016, when Trump was pulling out of the uh, the TPP and the Kyoto Compact, China's like, we're going to be number one then. <laughs> and so they were also going to, they were like the producing batteries by like, they were the 60% of the world's batteries. Uh, yeah. And so Tesla was like, hey, I'm going to build a battery factory here in Vegas, right? Or somewhere north of Nevada mm-hmm. and maybe Mountain View. We're going to blow China out of the water that was Milky Quail taking a dive on the Isle of Man, by the way. And uh, so what happened was, is that China has now said, well, we're, you are above us now, Tesla, or you'll be able to outproduce us with your Gigafactory. But what's going to happen is we haven't started ramping up production yet. So just wait till that happens and then we'll be like 120% of the world's production. The problem is, and I just read this today in the news and I, I didn't get to finish the whole article, but... Uh, the problem now is that going green is really everybody's focus and agenda, but mining the rare earth minerals mm-hmm. to make these special yeah, batteries the is causing That's problems. That's what I mentioned before. It's yeah. what they call it blood minerals. Yeah. Well, and it's bad for it's bad for villages. It's bad for the people doing it, and the pollution that it, I mean, if you can imagine, like toxic runoff going into river all this weird cadmium and weird rare earth metals running off into like rivers child now child labor yeah. and like gangs well dude you're gonna it. hold a magnet up to a little kid and they're gonna like stick to the refrigerator <laughs> so um we're gonna take a break really quick we're coming up here on half an hour when we come back we're gonna talk to Jay and Diggs <laughs> hey everybody this is Nathan Flats from Flats Tires reminding you to come on down and get everything you need for your bike got tires they're round they're made of rubber and we supply everything you need including valve stems the only thing you need to supply is the air that's right come down to flats tires we're on the corner of state street and first down in epperton 
For over 125 and a half years, no pickle has been more trusted by motorcycle champions everywhere than Clawman Pickles. You want to win your race? Put a Clawman Pickle in your face. Clawman's guaranteed. in your mouth and a championship trophy on your shelf. Clubbing, the only picker for motorcyclists. Hey there, listeners. This is Patreon subscriber Narissa coming to you from inside my helmet in the land of beer and cheese, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. You're listening to the Creative Writing Podcast because you're obviously ridiculously good looking. everybody we are back and this music is whack i'm gonna turn it down <laughs> what kind of bike was that in the background of that do you know oh uh, i wasn't even looking no in the background of i heard oh it was narissa's uh sport glide she got a new harley davidson sport glide she's one of our patron listeners and a uh, big shout out she works at um milwaukee harley davidson mm-hmm. and uh she's a really awesome person aside from aside from working at Harley Davidson and bleeding red white and blue because I, I guess in Milwaukee if you stab someone that just like red white and blue <laughs> juice comes out uh, so she not only works there but after work she teaches girls how to build um, like they take a bike every year and they tear it down and rebuild it and they teach them mm. kind of like mechanics, engineering, mm-hmm. like it's STEM for grown-up kids. <laughs> so yeah, it's really cool. And I uh, I love that she's one of our patrons because she's just she's fun to talk to. And whenever she's like not helping girls build bikes and riding her Harley all over, she's like doing something else. Yeah, fun. I wish she would like do something out in California and set up like a satellite program out here because that would for be build? amazing. I know. Yeah, I know. I'll run it. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> I you know what? I can't tell you. I'm an idea man but I'm not very good at execution. And I've thought every time somebody says, says something, I'm like, you know how many times I've thought of that, but just making it happen is the hardest part. Um, so, Hey, we're back. Uh, we've all hydrated and gone to the bathroom. Oh my God. Don't tell me you guys got to go now. Cause now we're like (laughs) heading into another half hour here. But, uh, you heard Jordan's intro there at the top of the hour. He's, he's done about 6,000 things and he's doing currently 6,000 things. Um, you got a bunch of stuff on the plate. A lot. How, okay, we interviewed you a long time ago, right after the motorcycle roundtable that Robert Pandia had at Lucky Wheels. And it seems so long ago, but I it was, died. Not it was that like a year and a half, yeah. but it feels like five, right? <laughs> mm-hmm. And you've done so much stuff since then. That's the crazy part is yeah. in this year and a half, you've like added irons to the fire and built new fires. And let's face it, this guy is burning down California. This is why we have so many fires here in California. But Don't put you, that on me. Yeah. <laughs> done and done. Um, so you and your cousin, when we were there, you guys were, you know, we're digs and ghosts. We do comedy stuff to kind of get people interested in motorcycles. I got to say that stuff is still happening and that stuff is still funny. I go back and watch mm-hmm. some of the old stuff. And some of the newer stuff. <laughs> and it's all just, to me, I don't know. I, I think it's all pretty funny. If you're a biker, you get it, right? Yeah. So that's that's the whole point of I it. I love the one where you, when he has a cold and he sneezes. I <laughs> legit have done that multiple times. Before we get past, do you want to hear the funniest part of that story? <laughs> so we were in the garage looking for a liquid that looked like snot. 
<laughs> and what we ended up coming up with, it was a bleach cleaning material. Oh my God. So we had to do that in one take because when I put the helmet on, I couldn't breathe yeah. because Are it literally was inside oh my and we God. got it off and my skin was burning. No, oh my <laughs> God. Shut the fuck up. Yo, hey, why don't we use this <laughs> caustic like, acid? He <laughs> used vinegar to get it off of my face. Oh my like, God. It was burning after I got the shower. Damn. Dude, but, um, that's like... The love of the craft. That's taking the, it to the next level. Yeah, dedication. that's character acting right there. Dude. <laughs> so yeah, and, and and everything like that's the funny thing is because like what one person might chuckle at, somebody else like, eh. but then like you see something else and you're like, oh my god, that's totally happened. And so you guys kind of make like live memes of like motorcycle people habits, like that that guy, you know, new, yeah. new riders, or when your buddy tries to pop a wheelie and he's like, you know, can't turn the bike around, all this funny stuff, right? And so you guys are doing that, but now, uh, let me think. After that, you and I hooked up at. Uh, remember we went to Atlantis Motor Garage. Yes. They have since moved to South El Monte and are kicking some booty down there. But that was a fun. We were talking to the gentleman from Rider Share. Yep. And I've since interviewed also the guy from Twisted, Twisted Road. Road. And so, emerging markets. You were like on top of them, and now. You're kind of doing a lot of other stuff. I don't. I don't want to throw anything out there that you're unprepared to talk about. But I mean, you mentioned good at it. Yeah, good. Hey, good. <laughs> you you mentioned that you've got a a wine accessory company. Yeah. Um, so me and my college roommate, he's actually behind the scenes. He's in a lot of vlogs recently. Um, he's the white guy. So there's like two other characters in the vlogs: white guy, black guy. So everyone knows who he is. He's Hutch. <laughs> he um, <laughs> he helps with the uh, the wine stuff. We were college roommates. Long story short, we became close because we were both good at flipping stuff in college. I was good at Craigslist. He was good at eBay. We banded together. Boom. We're both banned from eBay. Save that story for another day now. Um, but so we started <laughs> We started the wine accessory like company. Like Jeff Bezos has you on like a blacklist. Like both of you guys is like, dude, these guys. Well, Amazon, you. we sell on Amazon. We're good there. E- eBay, though, we do both hold lifetime bans. I'm yeah. kind of proud of it. Because, I mean, who else can say that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm surprised I didn't go to jail for it. But oh <laughs> um, anyway. Allegedly, allegedly. Another time, another time. We, uh, so, yeah, so we ended up just, you know, finding products. We both, and honestly, enjoy wine more than people give us credit for. They didn't realize it. And then we realized we're not good at, like, we would never make wine. So we started the products. And we just use what we learned on social media, build stuff out. And the fact that we can shoot, record, edit everything ourselves, commercials. We know how to write copy. We said, let's do it. We're doing well. Um, we're actually in one store um soon it like we're in the store but they don't have us out yet we're still waiting on some more inventory so i'm not gonna shout out till it's there the way people don't try to buy it yeah, but good. um they were looking at another one and then online everything like that so what type of accessories are they so right now we have insulated wine cups in four colors they're officially called tumblers people don't respond well to tumblers so cups <laughs> insulated wine cups because um, tumblers is for like whiskey <laughs> and brandy yeah so the um for they hold keep your beverage cool for four hours mm, and mm. if you were to have a hot wine or a sake it Dude. could do two plus hours what if you accidentally chopped your finger off doing hipster stuff out on your like scrambler in the woods multi-purpose and you threw some ice <laughs> in that baby four you got four hours to drive you your finger yeah. to the closest <laughs> veterinary office and drink or, the wine after yeah there you well, go actually, <laughs> I tested I actually set it outside last year when we were demoing everything oh I God. set the product outside with ice in it and just left it out there and four hours later there was still ice and I was last, like, if you don't if, if you guys don't remember last year half of california was on fire and it was literally 122 or something was like the hottest it got here i don't know about like you know riverside was probably 600 degrees out there but yeah uh, Satan himself went north yeah he's like dude i'm out of here <laughs> canada here i come too hot. uh so yeah it was hot and so i like the 
the fact that you tested that and the cup would melt before the ice is what, what I'm imagining. <laughs> and then outside of that, we have wine stoppers. They actually, um, I never. They actually do stop the. They wine. do stop it. We yeah. actually have pictures of customers holding the bottles upside down and no drips coming out, yeah. which is really cool. And then we have wine openers right now, and yeah. we are we have glasses coming. We have like we're going to do nice. everything. It's just the matter. It's time. Are um, they moto related? They're not actually. It's, that's what's interesting is that nice. it's just a completely different thing. And nice. we're actually going to use this brand is going to be my t- title sponsor on my race bikes and no stuff. No kidding. Mm. Well, on your race bikes, so there you heard that too. He's got that coming <laughs> out. You, you know. This is interesting. There's a, a, a winery down in Temecula called Moto, Moto Duffo, Duffo, which you might be able to... Uh, we've, we've chatted. Yes. A couple times. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of racing and wine, they go hand in hand. Um, and racers love to wine. <laughs> so, dad joke. Bang. Um, so, yeah. So, they're going to be the title sponsor of your race bike. So, when did this racing thing happen? Because last time you were on, you were helping us roast SVs, and, and you had that bitch in R1, but I don't think you were even quite slinging I don't think you were hitting the track that much then not yet no so over the last year I did go to the track quite a bit more I built my actual SV um, to be a track bike and I took it all the way up to A groups in multiple race orgs was it the 650 or the 1000 650 it was a 2006 SV 650 so um, the year as, as I was told by all the races <laughs> that have it and I bought it for $600 too by the way yeah, nice. I don't know why, but for the GSXRs and the SVs, like everybody loves the 2006 motors. I I had an 06 Jixxer too. Yeah, I got rid of for the R1. The K6 motor for that for for some reason it seems like the year that they probably went fuel injected and like. Well, for the SV, they have two. It's like it's two spark plugs in the 06, 07. Okay. They get four, so oh, it's more crazy. tuning complexity. Yeah, huh? So Maybe that's part of it. Tune better. Yeah, I didn't have to tune mine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you said it and forget it. Yeah. So, man, that's exciting. And where are you racing? I'm. At, what I know is close to us is like Chuckwalla and and Willow Springs. So it's going to be, I'm going to do CVMA first. Um, I've talked to the race directors and everything from there. They actually, it's funny because from the track days, I've actually got, I met a lot of, lot of racers. When I started being able to, I can't beat them, but keep pace with a lot. They were like, why don't you just get your license? You can win money. And I said, oh. That's now we're talking. So I actually got, some of this I back. got rid of the SV, bought another bike, um, my Daytona that I have now, and I'm going September for my race license. Is that what's that front? That's the street triple. Now. Oh yeah, street God, you're in a triumph now. <laughs> I am. I just ditched Yamaha after it yeah. threw me down the road. But nonetheless, <laughs> um, no, yeah. So September I get my race license. I'll be racing CVMA. Dang. Um, and then That's whenever cool. I get the bump to expert, uh, from there I'm going to do Wira West. And then just keep going. So what's the, I don't know anything about the uh, racing license. Like what is what goes into getting it? And, you uh, know, what do you need? So first lap all, time safety. Can I, all yeah. That. First of all, CVMA is the uh, Charlie Valley uh, motorcycle. No, it's, it's Chuck Walla, <laughs> and yeah. Chuck Walla is actually has their own uh, racing association out there. It's an awesome track too. And it's a it's a really it's like the newest track I mm-hmm. think in SoCal. Um and it's pretty I mean if you're going to hit Chequala it's like halfway between Willow, halfway between um what's over in Vegas, the uh Auto Club? Is that what it Speedway? is? Speedway, Auto no, Club. Or well Auto Club, but in Vegas there's the uh there's something over in Vegas and then in Utah, like the motorsports, it's like, it's like you're already out there in the middle of the desert. You might as well just keep, keep going in any direction and you'll hit another track. You know what I'm saying? So it's a good location and it's not too far from LA. No, it's not. Actually, even when I go to the track now, I'm like, I'm going there and 
two weeks. Um, I have like three track days this month still lined up, but um, it's two and a half hours. So I leave in the morning. I leave like 2 a.m. But mm. yeah, to get your license, it's just pretty much you have to take a new racer school, learn everything, make sure you understand the flags, all that stuff, be able to run consistent paces. Um, they try to scare you. I've heard they'll try to cl- pass you close, but... I mean, if you've ran, see how you react. If you ran an A group anywhere in SoCal, they yeah, they're passing. They're passing. You. So <laughs> when you get the license, can you race anywhere? Like, what's the so CVMA license allows you to race there, and you can race in two Weiras as well. Um, but you become novice first. If you get a hundred points in a season, or you win, then you get moved up to expert. Mm. Um, and then the point systems is the same as everywhere else. Weira uses more than one track, so Weira West is a little more competitive, little stricter rules. So I would do CVMA first. That way, I can still have time to prep the bike up and uh-huh. um, see what what I can get into the bike that's shadyish as far as speed wise. Because I know some of these super bike builds are not what's on the rule book I've heard. Yeah. So I got to learn the ins and outs of like building the bike as well. Uh-huh. Wiggins has said everybody cheats, and I mm-hmm. if you're I not cheating, you're not trying. I've heard that. Yeah, you know? and it's true. And I, I don't think people like overtly cheat like to the max but there are little mm. if you can't see it even when I raced autocross if you couldn't see it the marshals couldn't check for it mm. and so there's all this little snitches yeah yeah so there's all 100 octane no <laughs> <laughs> don't be smelling and don't taste it and for heaven's sake don't test it right um but yeah Weira is funny because I think it's West East Racing Association right but it, but and then yeah they're like seven regions now though <laughs> yeah yeah but exactly they're they're all over but they are one of the premier like national series you know if you're going to get involved with the with the region like that's mm-hmm. a pretty good pre-rad and they are basically the like regional road racing like if you moved up for experts you could eventually go to like moto america or something i think yeah. right so I mean, a lot of the we're well, there's a couple CVM, cvma guys that run oh, no as well and experts yeah some of the, i think the top three played the top three riders from cvma actually run moto america as well because huh. i see him talk about it does um, josh heron happen to be a cvma member because <laughs> he actually very well maybe he's there yeah. all the time um he brought <laughs> yeah. tony out there and they said they were just kicking everyone's ass oh no day. no kidding but w- yeah we're too i know we're once you get up to their their expert they have a national schedule like if yeah. you you run we're west but if you get on the national schedule like those guys all have sponsors that's where all yeah. moto america guys mm-hmm. run that mm-hmm. so i said if i could do that it'd be fun just because i'm interested in it like i have time i can be my own title sponsors and yeah. i know enough people like and then if they do an electric class me and harlan can hook up and Try to get the first trophy yeah. early. Mm-hmm. I don't know if we were recording when you were talking about it, but yeah, I mean, it sounds like you've got your uh, you got your voice in a lot of ears. Let's just put it that way, because you've got <laughs> you got a l- couple few opportunities uh, f- just from working the IMS tour, talking to people and mm. yeah. hanging out in the you know industry pits, and yeah, it actually it opens up some nice doors. Um, and speaking to that, uh, we caught up to you, Wiggs and I caught up to you this year at IMS, and it was so cool watching you do the new to two stuff. That was super cool. That's something that Robert, I think part of his, uh, get, you know, give a shift is mm-hmm. like his initiative that he was going to start with the round table, but that's kind of blossomed into what's actually this actionable item was the new to two, how to get people mm-hmm. on two wheels, how to get people that are starting out further on two wheels and get and people like, electric. Yeah. Yeah. And get people transitioning to electric so that, Hey, I, I know how to ride a bicycle and I just heard him talking on another podcast. Our friends, the wheel nerds. Hey Chuck, I'm going to punch you in the dick if I ever uh, <laughs> see you in person. Work but, um, yeah, I'm going to be shirtless at the foot of your bed, punching you in the dick for once. <laughs> so, but, uh, they just talked to him, um, last week or a couple weeks ago. And he was talking about, you know, electric bikes is a way to get non-riders on because there's no 
vibration to um, distract you from Mm -hmm. what you're actually Mm -hmm. feeling. And it's almost like you feel safe because they've got them dialed down and you can't dial down an Mm -hmm. ice bike and you can't ride a combustion bike indoors without killing everyone because of the fuel. No no one died. (laughs) Yeah. uh, Yeah. What do you know? (laughs) And so he said it was a nice way to get people that hadn't ridden or that weren't normal riders to kind of take that step and say, hey, we're only going to be going 11 or 12 miles an hour. All right. Like I do that on my bike and it's kind of like being on a bike because there's no, no vibration and there's only one. So he said it was a great way to transition people onto there. Mm -hmm. And as far as your work, what you're doing with it and the shows and, and we, we hit you up earlier this year and I think you were going to come over and then it was like dumping rain. I was like, dude, don't even, don't even bother. (laughs) Don't even bother. Like it's, it's like rain is so dang hard and you're like, yeah, okay, cool. And then you had to jump up. You had to like do the last three. That was, that was like mid that little split that you had. Yeah. And so then you had had three more shows to do. So we're just now having an opportunity to have you on. And in that time you have touched, uh, a lot of people, not, not physically, literally, (laughs) but I mean, yeah, I didn't touch it. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Well, that's not what the report that I got from IMS said, but allegedly, uh, yeah, yeah. Allegedly. But, yeah, you you got to, um, I don't know how many hundreds of people or thousands of people did you guys get actually attending the new to two seminars? Oh, it was thousands. I know the busiest city was New York, and I think we got close to two thousand there alone. Wow, we had a two and a half hour wait on wow. Saturday wow. just to do the thing. And fun fun story. I'm actually from Maryland originally. Um, I think I said that in the initial podcast. But yeah. my family came out to DC, and two of my younger sisters, sixteen and eighteen, have never touched a bike in their life, and they did it. Oh. Um, one crashed. Not gonna lie to you. One did crash. Um, she crashed into a wall. My other cousin, who was there, he's sixteen. He drove across the course. Um, but was also was dope about the electric bikes is nothing could break really. Like we had very little breakage and people. I mean, people hit the wall. No one really got hurt. But the first in Long Beach, we had one issue. One of the the brake um, reservoir broke. Oh so yeah. So then we put brush guards on everything and nothing else broke. Mm. Mm. It was cool. Yeah. yeah they were. Um, no, yeah, thousands of people. And I think we said something along the lines was like 40% had never, I don't know, that Robert knows the specs better, but like 40-something percent had never touched a throttle yeah. in their life. Yeah, it was, he, he had thro- threw out a few, yeah, I know. And it's the fact it that, crazy. the fact that he was saying on that podcast that motorcycle shows, you think like, oh, well, if you're already there, you're a rider. But he's like, turns out like a lot of people came or a hostage, right? Like your <laughs> husband or kid or something yeah. is bringing you there. And he's like, it t- actually turned out that it, that wasn't the case. There was mm-hmm. a lot of people transitioning from pillion to rider mm-hmm. or people showing up because they wanted to be riders mm-hmm. and young people that were now yeah. able to, now that mom and dad can't tell me I can't, yeah. you know. And on, on top of everything that you added, not only is it like the vibrations and all that, but not having the clutch. Yeah. Like that's why it's so much that's easier to teach it's a- It's not as complex. Yeah, to teach a 16-year-old to drive a car in automatic is significantly easier <laughs> than it was true. with the exactly. power, the non-power steering, non-power exactly. brakes, yeah. non-assisted clutch cars of the 40s yeah. and 50s. Yeah, because like, you're like, you got to grab the clutch, you got to shift, mm-hmm. you got to worry about your brakes, you got to worry about the throttle, and a lot of people, their head starts spinning. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> this was a lot easier it was a cool transition so now at least they're comfortable balancing and then we would kick them over to we had yamaha and harley um they would put people on dinos and run them through the gears so now we're able to kick them out everything so they got the rider bike and they got the feel shifting so at least at least they understand it when they go take the class they're like oh i I get it yeah Mm -hmm. dude that's amazing that was cool that i mean 
people that love to badmouth electric, there's another reason why you shouldn't. You wouldn't believe how many <laughs> how many riders would come up, yeah, and talk all this crap. Um, and it was funny because at the time, I mean, because I mentioned I've gone to the track a bunch now, and I ride pretty well um, in most groups and they're talking all this crap and I'm just like oh yeah well this track I did X lap time um, and I love the electric bikes go try it it's yeah, neutered yeah. down it'll give you just enough every single person I convinced to get on an electric bike who already rode came off smiling saying they want to go to the dealer and a lot of them we get the pamphlets to go demo ride them yeah yeah for real and I'm like I told yeah. you like, I'm not gonna lie like I when I first heard about electric I was like uh but now I'm legit like excited I wanna I wanna test ride one for sure I have my vlog I said I didn't want to do it I said when I went to meet Harlan I was like this is gonna be dumb I'm not gonna like this bike and yeah I, I like, watched that episode stupid. too and, and you guys so I, when I first thought awesome. of electric I, number one they were ugly when they first came out and number two I was just thinking of like you know those scooters that you ride in the grocery store or something yeah. <laughs> that's what I was thinking it, it would be something like that the but handicap scooters yeah yeah <laughs> hey man if you can get your knee down on a handicap scooter kudos to you dude for real I'm gonna go to Vaughn's or Walmart and see if I can like get it and get the basket to spark like on the ground um no I th- I was thinking about this the other day and uh when I was thinking about this the other day hello hello, hello oh and well as I have technical difficulties um the fact that if you go to Chuckwalla or you know any any racetrack really, and you fall, it ruins the track day. So I was thinking, I was thinking of when we were you know when you confirmed that you were going to come over, I was like, oh that's so cool. That'd be cool to have Brady here. Then we could have like everybody from mm-hmm. IMS here, you know. <laughs> but uh, mm-hmm. but I was like, that got me train of thought. Weird thinking about his track days, and then I was like, oh yeah, that's crazy. If you were to crash an electric bike, because his track days you go down and there's the main thing is oil and gas on the track mm-hmm. and gas kind of evaporates a little faster than oil, which kind of doesn't evaporate. And I was like, <laughs> I was like, if you went down on an electric, like you might bend the forks or something. I'm like what you could break is physical and you could replace it. But like every bike I've How seen out fluids? there that just falls has to get like picked up, yeah. um, picked up. And, um, because they scrape through the cases or something, right? And I was like, if you did that on an electric, really, if you had like protectors on the frame, especially, and you couldn't really scrape through it, I was like, what would happen? I was like, you could just get back up and keep riding because honestly, there's no fluids going to come out. Mm. And unless you bend a forks or something, like nothing's- You have to have a gnarly crash yeah. to, to take out a yeah. electric bike. Yeah. 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 That's, and so I was like, man, I was thinking like super moto racing would be so fun with an electric because you got all the torque and they're usually like on shorter oh tracks. Gosh. How fun would that be? But maybe As, because there's more power, they might be more violent crashes. So I, Well, I don't know. I'm, my goal is never to crash. <laughs> I, but, I was at a Chuckwalla two weeks ago actually for Moto Forza's track day uh-huh. and there was an SRF out there. Oh, dang. Um, and just seeing that sucker rip up the straight was just oh. it's crazy how fast it builds speed but the, and again and it's because it's quiet right it's quiet but oh. again you can see they can drop speed so easily yeah, because yeah, yeah. it controls everything the craziest thing for me was when I first rode an electric was there was two crazy things for me the first one was the engine braking because it's really not there Mm. And the second thing was, so I had to get used to that. But once you get used to that, it's like any bike. Like some bikes have more than others anyway. So mm-hmm. it's like just learning a new a bike, really. Mm-hmm. Um, you're going to have to do it whether you switch between ice bikes or ice to electric or whatever. The second thing was is that I was talking to the dude next to me. Like, <laughs> and I was like, this is crazy. Like we can ride and talk, and you know? Ride and, talk, yeah. and we can ride faster. And the only thing that finally got us was that we got on like a little freeway loop and you can't talk on the freeway because the wind you know yeah. you're but 
I was it's like, gonna put all the Bluetooth devices out of business, dude, man. Yeah, yeah. It's <laughs> crazy. And a couple of years ago, um, we were, I was doing this thing called the Motorcycle Podcasters Challenge, and I found myself up like on the by the Getty, and you know the Getty like drops downhill, and I took I just kicked my bike down into neutral, and I like rode down there, and I was like, oh man, I kind of, and I hadn't ridden an electric for a while because. I, I not like I go test ride one every year. It's like every few years, right? So I was like, man, I really haven't been on electric in a long time, and I kind of would dig this. And I'm just cruising downhill and <laughs> keeping up with traffic, you know. And I was like, this is what it would be like, and it was just like freeing. And I don't know, I dig that. I well, you dig can also you can you can tune engine braking. That's one of the advantages I've seen. Yeah, well, that's but- what I was gonna ask you is like, how is it on, on the track? Because what what is different versus uh, ice bike? Uh, well. I mean, so many things. One, you don't have to downshift going into turns, which is a huge yeah. part of it. So, like, literally all you focus on is, like, braking and lines, which is good. So, downshifting. But, two, a lot, one thing, even with slipper clutches or even, like, the quick shift downshift is that you, the bikes are unstable. Mm-hmm. Your For electric period, bike yeah. should never be unstable, mm-hmm. it, which is amazing as well. But also the um, modulation of the, the throttle is significantly easier because it's – the battery is a lot more controlled than like combustion engine where you're not letting off the clutch hoping that you're right RPM. It can't misfire. Your fueling can't just mess up at once. It's like a rheostat. So it's a gradual up and a gradual right. down. There's not a snapping like a close of the throttle. There's not all of a sudden the engine hitting like a certain torque range where it likes it. You know, right. yeah, there's like a lot of factors that aren't there for... So you mentioned braking. Like, is it... Are you braking more then? Well, no, I wouldn't say more or less. I would say cons- more consistently, though, mm-hmm. to where a lot of times on, um, like my Daytona, for instance, when I was at Chuck, depending on where I was passing someone would also dictate what gear I was in. And do I have time to downshift and settle the bike before this turn? Or do I have to suck it up, stay in this gear and then try to downshift right after the turn, get back yeah. into power and go to where the electric bike is just like, I'm good regardless. So it's just smooth. So yeah. it, and I just again, need to pick what line, where yeah. I'm going to go. Where yeah. am I going to pass? Yeah, 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 yeah. Like it's 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 amazing. And what I told everyone is that there's significantly less mass moving. So even though they are right. slightly heavier so than less compared, vibration. Yeah. yeah, like the vibration pistons aren't moving. There's no there's like literally literally one belt and two tires moving, and that's it. Mm. Where combustion has so many things, and that's what you know they say some of the crossplane engines make some wells because the way that they move is different yeah. than right. inline four, which technically can pull you away. I think uh, it was last year or the year before. I kind of quit paying attention to MotoGP, but it was one of the years, the last couple of years, that Mark Marquez, they f- flipped his um, crank to mm-hmm. rotate forward instead of backwards because it was giving him more forward. It was like increasing top speed or something, but then it made it harder to turn mm. because now you're still... It's pushing you. You're slowing too. down forward moving inertia where when it was going backwards it was kind of like breaking with a backward rotation like backspin on a ball Mm -hmm. you know it hits the ground and it stops where topspin on a ball it keeps it going forward it was the same sort of thing with with internal inertia and and moment um Inertial moment and tr- or whatever. And track bikes too one of the things that I tell everyone I I ride with is never feel the bike because that's weight so your weight changes throughout yeah. the day. So you could theoretically be like have a bike 10 pounds heavier if you have a full tank. Mm. You go back in the next session, all of a sudden your lines are different. You're going two miles an hour faster. You're braking later, things like that, where it's just electric is just consistent all the time. Yeah, mm. that's, and I, that's something I never thought of too is the, unless your brake fluid really weighs <laughs> a lot really. and starts going away, <laughs> you don't have uh, fluctuating cons- inconsistency. No. And sometimes you can be slower in a turn just because of, you know, you have that much more weight 
pressing on your contact patch, and then the next turn, you know, next lap around there, you're a few pounds lighter. I'm gonna look up really quick too while you guys mm-hmm. do some playful banter. How much no. fuel weighs? Because <laughs> a gallon, of- it has to be something relevant. Because I do know, I mean. I don't know a racer on the planet because I know like top level bikes, they put just enough gas in for the race. Mm. So they use all of practice, all of qualifying. How much gas are you burning? That way you know. So like even like those little things will help as far as competition goes. But I mean, I think the technological advances are gonna be able to have is is gonna be oh, So what's wait. the weight of the electric race bikes versus the other? So one one gallon <laughs> of water weighs eight point three four pounds. Eight pounds per gallon and how many gallons you know my daytona is 3.6 right so you're that easily looking at 74 to 30 74 pounds gallon. And, and can literally it can it can vary right mm-hmm. so i could have a full tank and literally i mean if you think if you go through a gallon after one session the next session you're eight pounds lighter yeah i take a dump in my bike <laughs> so but yeah so there you go like you're losing you're losing Let's see, because a lot of ABS units and mm-hmm. electronic packages weigh like 20 pounds. So you're losing, uh, over the course of a couple laps, the equivalent of like checking out your ABS package. And, so, you know, mm-hmm. that's and, a lot of and weight. And it moves. That's part yeah, of it. There, there you go, too, yeah. right? Back the, and forth. Yeah. yeah. They showed some highlights from the TT0 uh, I saw on Twitter that these people were standing around chatting. And it's not like electric bikes don't make any noise, but mm-hmm. they just sound mm-hmm. like a friggin' weird it sounds you know. Jetson-ish. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly, yeah, that's a good good analogy. And so they're sitting there, and you just hear, <laughs> and it was literally that fast, and they all start cracking up because the regular bikes, you can hear a coming, god dang. And then as soon as, they, it's like that Doppler effect, and as soon as they go, you can still hear them. You can hear them downshifting mm-hmm. for the next corner two miles away, right? And so that electric bike was so fast. It was like, Luckily, you're not allowed to walk on course because you got nailed yeah. at, at the Pikes Peak, actually, which is coming up in like two weeks or three weeks. They have to have buzzers on the electric cars and bikes mm-hmm. because people like they don't want to photo- photographers and such walk yeah. across the course, yeah. and they don't want someone walking across so they can't hear yeah. something coming. So they have to have like I was wee. supposed to go to that too. Oh man, I was supposed to go here to the Isle of Man. Oh as really? Well. Yeah, yeah. I'm bucket list, baby. Mm-hmm. Well, so what messed me up? I was supposed to go for bike related stuff. Didn't even conceptualize that I have to have a work visa to do yeah. it for that instead of a travel visa. Oh, and I waited too long, and I was like, I don't want to go over here and play the bad games and yeah, 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 <laughs> and yeah, get arrested yeah. Yeah, over yeah. there. I don't know yeah. how kind they'll be, so let me just. Know. Uh, <laughs> it is England. Either they'll uh, they'll shoot you with the bow and arrow like Robin Hood. I don't. Is that? How, I don't know what they do in England. Or they'll just say, Hey, mate. Like I just you, don't want you, them to ship me to Australia. I've heard they used to do that. <laughs> <They're>, that <laughs> I should have been thinking of that. Yeah, that's actually Australia would be pretty fun to go to too. You'd get a free trip. I'm terrified of Australia. <laughs> Kangaroos are my size. Listen, I'm with you. They'll tear you up and drop you see bears. That video where the the guy's boxing the kangaroo. And if you've ever seen oh a flying God. fox, I'm just I don't yeah. need to just I talk about this all the time. But um, no, yeah, I'm supposed to do that. I am excited though with another part, the IMS. So that that we were talking about it. The new to two has trickled into a whole new thing as well. So uh, we're actually working on a new series called IMS rides. It's going to be a complete video series. Um, They gave me talking points. I was kind of reading them when we started. Kind of don't remember them. But um, (laughs) what it is focused on, honestly, is we're not trying to compete with like you mentioned, like on two wheels or like any of that kind of stuff. We're still focused on like newer riders. So we episode one drops on the 24th. They told me that yesterday. So Um, you guys are filming stuff. Yeah. Drones and like the first bike we used, uh, Honda gave us the CB300F, which was awesome to ride. That was the first bike I rode after my accident, though. So obviously um, I was nervous, but it was really cool. Wait a minute. 
What accident? The R1 rear wheel. Oh, that that was real what you were saying. Yeah, no, I wasn't joking. Yeah, no, the R1. So no one really knows, including Yamaha. Not going to call any names out. Mm -hmm. Um, But I was riding on the two north and, or the two, I don't know if it's north or south. I don't know which direction it is. But, and I felt the whole bike just, it felt like something blew up. So I assumed my, I had a blowout in the tire and it threw me because the rear tire just locked and like skidded and I just, oh, it threw me off the highway. Speedy gear saved my life. Shout out Speedy. Um, but <laughs> and luckily you got launched and didn't land like in the lane, I guess. Yeah. Huh? Well, I did, I slid and there was actually a prison transport bus that threw the lights on next to me. Um, that's, I can't, all, everybody get up, out man. and help I this cannot, guy. I cannot no, make I this stuff. <laughs> but no, so the Yamaha, the rear wheel, it, I have pictures. It literally, it, the rim is exploded right in the middle, like where oh, the seam is. So oh, they're dang. like, everyone's assuming, and it's so long. Everyone's assuming that it was a, a, a defect that was just because yeah. it, there was nothing in the road. A police officer came and looked and we we're like, there's no potholes. There's no nothing. So, so the rim like split split. Yep. It's like a, it was like six and a half, seven inches long. Is split. It That's what happens. It was the stock rim. So whatever came on the bike, is it a cast? Like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It is. Okay. Yeah. So we did. We checked the tire too. Yeah, the tire. Like cast aluminum. There's but they no, still have like a seam. That's what I was mm-hmm. thinking. Where they did, connect. Did it split where the seam was? It was a little bit offset of that. So that what they were assuming was when it happened, there must have been like a fracture under the paint though. Mm. Um, because I do meticulously go through my bikes, and it was, it was that's weird. weird that it wouldn't split on the seam. Nothing on the tire either, and that's what's crazy. I was like, there would have to be something on the tire if I hit something or yeah, something. Yeah. I'm like, because I initially was like, man, what the hell did I run over? Like that I was not paying attention. <laughs> <laughs> in the middle of the lane. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How, I mean, how so fast you, are you going? 112? Uh, Is that absolutely. why you're... I was doing 55 miles an hour. Um, I can <laughs> say that unequivocally. 55 <laughs> miles an hour on the highway. I've seen lots of wheels. But, uh, <laughs> I go 55 every day. Yeah. That, I'm always... But I have got caught out like on the 110. You're riding and you don't see those bumps until you're hitting them. And then obviously... And I almost got bucked over the handlebars one time because mm-hmm. I was going so fast. And my suspension didn't even compress really <laughs> in that time. And I know though, driving now, like I see them, like I think mm-hmm. I saw it right before, I, mm. right as I was hitting it because it was just like, it wasn't sticking up high. It was just small enough to like not look like anything until I got right by it and the it. shadow was there. Yeah, the police officer and I, we went back and looked. He threw yeah. his lights on. We looked for anything. Was there a rock? But if I, I'll show you guys a picture when we get off of the rim and you'll be like, you must have hit a boulder. Like yeah, it, yeah. it was nuts. So What was your like... Sensation when it was happening because I mean it's, it sounds like you had a like a uh, notice right before but then when it happened like did you physically do anything like was there a reaction white knuckle or? so I I tried to lose shed a lot of speed I was trying to shed speed from fifty five to get down to like thirty yeah yeah um, but mm-hmm. what, what really happened was I was literally thinking about it and I'm, I'm like what the is going on like and then I'm like okay rear wheel pop no did the chain pop and lock up the was engine the like rear end like fishtailing it or? it not just fish so it, I felt it felt like it popped so like I felt the rear just like lift for a second yeah but then all of a sudden I saw it like to my left and okay. then I kind of saw it again to my right and I was like whoa I'm fish ta- I'm doing a like, tank slapper right now but then all yeah. of a sudden it was like no just yeah, you're, yeah. you're done you're flying um you're you're off of here so wow. it was <laughs> Luckily, at 55, your gears held up good. Held up good. Well, yeah. Um, That is crazy. And man, that bike, that was a beautiful bike. And I actually, I really went through and trying to discuss like whether or not I was going to fix it because yeah. I had outpouring of people like, you know, wanting to send the wheels and parts. It really wasn't messed up that much. It was just the yeah. wheels. Um, 
I, I'm not actually sure how. I think the clutch lever bent, like the rear set's bent and stuff. Did it just sl- slide on one side? So it did. It, okay, it good. actually, so it hit, it was going on a hobby ramp. So it kind of like hit the left side and then like, but slowly, it's hard to explain. Like it like hit and then like lifted itself back up off a of bounce and then like rolled kind of like it was going to go in a circle, but then it just stopped and fell. Okay. I was really afraid it was going to turn around and go back the opposite yeah. direction. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so Did you have it on, like you have a, a GoPro or anything? I didn't, no. Uh-huh. I was literally just, it was early in the morning too. It was like eight o'clock. And actually I was thinking- Early? Like, you don't have kids. <laughs> <laughs> I do, I have a two-year-old. Oh um, man, that's right. <laughs> I had um, three followers actually stopped because they recognized the bike on the side no of the highway when I was waiting oh, for, for Ghost to bring my pick up to Man. grab it. it so it and I, honestly the reason I heard it I was disappointed with the response from when just trying to reach out to the source the manufacturer like hey mm-hmm. can we just, like I don't want anything I just want you guys to know this is happening can we look at this um, as a whole and just see like why and I kind of it kind of threw me off a little bit I still love Yamaha it's my favorite Japanese brand but you know I'm kind of riding yeah, with the bridge right what now year, what year was it? Uh, 2009 mm. Big yeah. Bang Cross Plane yeah it looked sweet it sounded sweet that thing had like straight pipes that when he took off one time, my toupee went flying. I had to go like scrambling. <laughs> it had a toast with no baffles. Yeah. Oh, wow. Dude, it was it nuts. Was, it was insane. That's why I, when you, when You're I heard, like, that's a, not it. I heard a bike coming. I was like, oh, he's, that's not him. And then like he showed up a few minutes later. I was like, oh, wait, that was you. <laughs> yeah. The, the triumph's a lot quieter. But. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, we, I rode the CB300F. Yeah. And it was, it was fun. We had the, it was weird, like the drone flying around. We're shooting like real professional quality content and, um, so we're, you know, it's a whole, gonna be an entire series. It's reviewing things and it's, and it's this nuts. is for, uh, this is for IMS. This IMS, is for, yeah. they've done this. Cause see, it's so funny. I've been going to IMS since before progressive was even the sponsor. Since when Toyota used to be the sponsor or something like that. And this is the first time I've really seen that they are taking the initiative to make, uh, an engaging series or mm-hmm. anything that reaches out rather than like being a platform for people to show their products this is like the next step and this is really what people need and maybe it was Robert that needed to come and it was. say this. I mean, Robert kicked it off. Yeah. Like I said, I, and Robert has become such a close mentor. Like I hit him up for any and everything. Probably he gets annoyed at me at times. <laughs> uh, but he, um, no, he kicked it off and then even like with the IMS Rise thing, they just said, you know, you did well on stage. Um, me and the, the his name's Sam. He's the their internal person who does all their marketing. Like you guys clicked well. We want you to come on board and do this with us. So the first, yeah, yeah, the first episode's so cool. June 24th. I think we're going to do 10 episode seasons. Like they're trying to make this I always pitch it as like something that would look like a motor trend or like a Discovery Channel type of show. Yeah. That informative co-host yes. reviewing yeah. bikes, gear, we need more of that um, stuff. For yeah, sure. and all the ideas. So pretty, we're just not doing just like Orange County Choppers. Yeah, that kind of. But legitimately, you guys throwing chairs and calling no, each other names. And, and, oh, man. and not bike comparisons, right? I may throw chairs, Sam. Um, and not, <laughs> not not necessarily bike comparisons, right? But more about like for new riders. So like I've pitched ideas as far even from like clutching anything you learn in a class clutch engagement braking and emergency braking how to actually like the basics to where if you go online and look up braking right now all you see is like track braking trail braking and such and we yeah. teach people like they go online look anyway let's find somewhere a hub of people who know what they're doing not just random people not nothing wrong with random people putting up how to's <laughs> but you know it's people not like a lot of professional it. stuff out there. yeah and again we have professional video like videos and things so you can actually see what we're showing it's not just me telling you do it this way you'll be able to see my hand engaging this and that yeah and- that's the one thing there's a lot of blogs showing people how to wheelie and how to break and a lot of times it's like you're getting their helmet perspective and then you but they're since they're watching where they're going you're not yeah. really seeing right. what's happening and then there's other ones where there's instructors and they all do the same thing they all basically talk about the same principle but you're not getting it from like 
a real writer or you're getting it from professional. You're not getting it from like, yeah. hey, I want to Even like these. a classroom teacher. Like, you know, I, I kind of, one of the things that I've always tried to enforce with them too is like, you have to let me be myself. So even like they told you the talking points, I kind of just like, yeah, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Even we're shooting, I'm like, don't give me a script. I don't like the script thing. Give me like the topics and let me just say it how I'm going to say it. And it, it seems to work out better. So it's just more personable. So yeah, it's um, more engaging. Sam keeps like. me on track. I'll say that. He's like, hey, what's up with this? Oh, yeah, you're right. Let me let's get back to that. Um, but it's amazing. We're going to, you know, lots of different small displays and bikes, probably have some electrics on there, the different types of gear. We're going to teach people like when buying a used bike, what to look for. Um, so gonna, where are these videos going to be available? They'll be on YouTube and Facebook for okay. IMS. Um, I know that right. They'll be on the Progressive International Motorcycle Show, all of that. So it's literally going to, it's theirs. Um, so I get to co-host. The, it's it's That's crazy. so that, rad. Yeah, dude. I don't even. You're don't. an actor on your own. <laughs> in your own right via Digs and Ghost and now you're an actor on uh, a national yeah yeah is there a Wikipedia that we can check out for you but Dude. honestly with the Digs and Ghost I, I I will say we we the consistency for videos backed off some period because we had so much going on um, and I travel more than Ghost does so like I know and I can tell you this I got him into motorcycles 100% yeah. he was 21 he had never touched a bike before got him in the bikes so he does like riding but he's not as like deep entrenched in as I am so yeah. the, like a lot of the stuff he's like he didn't want to take time away from his, his family to yeah, travel and all that he's got a new his son is he's got a new son daughter. Not, not so new oh is it a daughter it is a daughter mm-hmm. I thought he had a son I have a son he has a daughter mm-hmm. I, what the hell I hope he hope he hears this yes I got them I got you guys like turned around I, I do that to everybody we, our, our guest last week I kept calling him the other guy that he races with too I'm so stupid I thought he had a son I for real legit no, did Kaya. Huh. Kaya the princess. So and she is a princess. He's got a little princess. Well, I know because I have one of each that <laughs> it takes. Uh, they do take up quite a bit of your time, and girls can be, <laughs> let's just say, more emotionally needy than boys. <laughs> so. so he does. I mean, but yeah, he loves like he likes riding and stuff. But he's just not. Yeah. Again, like there's oh. I'm the one who pushed for so much of the yeah. stuff. So that's kind of why I do, you know, the tour and then the IMS rides and all this stuff. But he still gets into it. But like we also moved. So I actually moved. He moved closer to his girlfriend's job, up, um, which just recently happened. But in the Valley, I live in Manhattan Beach now. Um, you guys live close then. Oh, probably do live close. Well, so not that close. <laughs> Manhattan and Long Beach and Vin- like I, I'm not good with the like beaches. Good. 40 minutes. If it says oh, beach, it? then you just think it's the Yeah, same. I think it's like you're, 40 all, minutes. You're, all down, you're all down by whatever. the pier, right? <laughs> yeah. No. You're like, beach and beach, yeah, yeah same whatever. thing, right? Yeah, <laughs> There's City. water by you. Atlantic City's right I, around I, the yeah, corner, down. right? I South Beach. <laughs> I yeah. Whatever. Isn't Myrtle Beach right by you guys? <laughs> but uh, Yeah, so, yeah, I've, I've lived in L.A. now for like 15 <laughs> years, and I don't really know the beaches that well. You should get on ride more. Yeah. Oh, dude, I do, but I go as far away from the beach as I can. I go up here... To the hills right so behind you, us. So are you a daily commuter on bike? Oh, yeah. I um, That street triple has, we bought it, it had 10,000 miles on us, 52 now. Nice. Um, I do ride are, a bunch. God dang. You I guys ride are, a ridiculous amount. You guys are the same. Yeah, yeah. I ride every day, too. It, 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 it is tough, though. So, like, some of the skits and stuff, we've dabbled in some. If you've, you've probably noticed this, some of it's been more of just me and a lot of the, the skits and comedy stuff. It's just one he has to come all the way down to Manhattan Beach to do it. But two, again, sometimes he's like, I'm just not feeling it today. So, cool. Like, you know, and did you ride here straight from your house today? From my house, no. I rode okay. from Glendale, actually. Okay. Well, it's significantly closer to Glendale. Then. <laughs> but I'm wondering how far it takes you to get home tonight. Text me because if we're not too far away and you need an, a real ugly old guy, mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> well, I shoot down. everywhere too. And yeah. I've actually been able to connect with some of the bigger, um, 
people in other parts of the industry, I call it like Michelle, um, which people don't notice. Her name is M-I-Z-Z-I-L. I E L on Instagram. Her name's actually pronounced Michelle. Huh. Everyone thinks it's Mizzy L. Is that um, her real name? Yeah. Michelle, yeah. So that's why everyone thinks it's Mizzy L. Because yeah. you never know on Instagram well, no, like, yeah. what stuff is. And her and like Miss Key and like a lot of these actually like the big the you know, influences that way and like we've shot some stuff together and that kind of stuff. But like the vlog stuff's gonna pick up a lot more just because I'm doing so much real stuff. Yeah. Um not just like the skits again were just they're fun and I love doing it. And I honestly yeah. wanna get back to like one or two a week. Yeah. Um and I and they were so fun. To, I mean that's what it was cool just to see like a quick it's not like a twelve minute long YouTube movie that you had to watch. Two minutes and thirty seconds. Dude, you could get it done <laughs> like yeah. You I could know, be I was thinking about you you're in your skits. I think about you guys a lot because me and my girlfriend both ride. We're both daily commuters. And we just have, we'll be working on the bikes or we'll be riding and just something funny will happen. <laughs> I'm just like, this would be like such a funny skit yeah, that motorcyclists would get. I have a list know? of over 100 ideas right now. And again, like moving. But do you know how tough it is moving when you're not in the oh, state dude, every sure. single weekend? Like, yeah. so we're trying to move. I have my son and girlfriend trying to move. And then I'm trying to get all my bikes over and then I'm at the track so like I finally have a weekend I'm here and like but I'm going to the track mm. and then I'm kind of not here and so yeah so we're back though I am back and I'm ready to rock we were talking I have an old crummy motorcycle out behind the sh- garage and it your same sort of thing one connector a week would be like awesome because there's so much other crap going on like in the inner room. Yeah, the tiger right. is right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know when when you start adulting, like where does your time go? That's what I'm saying. It's and, crazy. But so you guys are still doing. Um, you're not doing it as much, but I mean, you guys are still doing uh, skits now and then. You've got like a new full time. I am to be Wikipedia based. I was, I was gonna ask you some of those skits I seen. They look like in the back alleys. Are though? Is that East LA or, or South Central? That was South Central. That, okay, because I I work a lot in that area, and I was like, I seen some of the graffiti, and I was like, oh, I'd, I've been down that. That's our, yeah, That's where we lived at. So that's what was really yeah. cool. We live right there, so we would just go out and shoot. The hardest part shooting there was the amount of people that would come out and watch. Yeah, yeah. So they want to come out and see. So we'd be like, okay, all twenty of you, can you move this way so that way I can <laughs> shoot? And then they all started following. <laughs> So like they would want to get in stuff. I'm That's like, I can't funny. have you out here. You have a right. gun in your hand. You can't be. In <laughs> Shut up. You gotta move. Yeah. What's um, we also got stopped by the police a couple times shooting there. You know oh, what? I, I, I was thinking about you today because um, I was listening to some people uh, on another podcast, also our friends, the Recycle Garage, and um, they were talking about filming up in Santa Cruz, just hanging out the back of a van filming. And I was like, dude, I was just reading something in the LA Times about three months ago, how they're cracking down on even people filming like for college project. You know what I'm saying? Like for school projects. And you're supposed to have a film permit. Blah, blah. And I was like, man, that's stupid. What? Yeah, that is so I stupid. I'm going to so, have so many tickets. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I know. enough as is. No, yeah. we the IMS rides we shot in Palos Verdes, which I've never been to. Which, oh, man. First off, it was amazing. Yeah. yeah. Second off, I don't know if we had the permits, but we had drones flying around yeah. and That's a camera bike. That's closer to where we live, yeah. Yeah, That's they had really they nice. had GoPros like this. Maybe it's just LA proper because it seems like <laughs> that would be weird. Yeah, to, every city has like a thing, you know. It's very easy to see a drone flying yeah, yeah, through yeah, yeah, where yeah. we were shooting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but yeah, so that that was cool. But I mean, as far as our content, I definitely want to get more out. But it's also I've had a huge influx of people like asking business stuff. Huh. So I've kind of like that's why the vlogs like they're all motorcycle related because my life revolves around bikes. But it's still like a lot of it comes down to like even though I ask questions about the wine guys, I get DMs about that, or we will get DMs about like specifics about bikes or like what kind. So I'm like, oh, let me actually answer these questions. 
Um, and then even like the new stuff I'm working on with Dotted Apparel, which I mentioned. Um, so yeah. like I'll start throwing some of their stuff in there. But it's just, to me, it's more like the vlogs are becoming just like, what the hell is Jordan doing today? Mm-hmm. Like, kind of, mm-hmm. <laughs> well, you got, kind sounds of like deal. you got your hands in every pot. So well, let's. That's, can that's you talk legit. about that real quick too? That apparel company, yeah. or is that sort of on the back? Or no, not? man, Dotted O Apparel. So his name's uh, the founder. That's Sean James. He actually started in 2014. Um, and I mentioned he's into bikes. He's not fully entrenched into the motorcycle community as much. He does ride a R6 2004, I believe it's blue. He lives in Minneapolis, Minnesota. So he actually came and saw me when I was there on tour. But he um, started a company and he wanted to get into some appar- like actual riding apparel. So he came up with the idea for the jacket. He and I chopped it up and he actually sent me like the first production one, um, which I have. It's awesome. They look. The, the goal is to have something that you can get off of your sport or whatever kind of bike and just walk into the happy yeah. hour. Dude, people have been trying to do that with shoes and riding shoes for a long time mm-hmm. because you need something that... L- that doesn't look like a weird boot mm-hmm. that you can walk around with all day or even wear to work. And that jacket, dude, I got to say, like that thing, it's it like, looks sweet. I would like, wear yeah. that just because, just like just it. out. Yeah, you yeah. can take that to the club. Dude, I it mean, looks, looks so really, sweet. Really nice. So Very like that, clean. yeah, so like our, I mean, so that was like the first thing. And I know he has a full line of stuff, you know, shoots, shoots, shoots. I don't know what the hell a shoot is. Um, shoes, pants, things like that. Like it'd be cool to like have things that look like Timberland boots or Nike boots mm. or you know any kind of traditional boot that's just actually built well for it. Um, not necessarily sneakers. I don't think we could ever have like low top <laughs> yeah. Nikes, but you know again <laughs> it re- relative. Yeah, I mean, we could try, <laughs> yeah, but. but getting some stylish stuff with some safety with some safety uh, certifications components, in it, yeah. yeah, and components added in shouldn't be that dang hard, you know. But yeah. you don't see it, and you do see like you do see people trying to be like icons tries to be a little different with some of their stuff and I've seen other brands and we were talking about it when you first got here and we were checking that out because a lot of uh, women writers don't want to look dumb like you know fashion shouldn't be the dividing line between you riding and Mm -hmm. you being safe riding right I mean, and and that's really it it's like I'm not. I'm gonna say this. Preface this. I know. I know a lot of people in the industry, but we aren't the most fashionable industry as a whole. <laughs> um, we can say that. Um, but again, because it's not the purpose, right? What brings us all together is love for speed, fun, fast. You know, open air things like that. And it's not a lot of clothes designers in that. And the people who are clothes designers that are like high end designer, they a lot of them shy away from the bike kind of stuff. So it's cool to have someone um, in Sean that I'm able to work with now and just be able to chop it up. And we're going to be, you know, pushing a lot of content social-wise with this. He's definitely um, got an eye, a good eye for fashion too. I mean, that mm-hmm. thing looks... And, that, yeah. and that's the prototype, you say? Cause it's like, yeah, it's the first one oh, off man. the line, yeah. So he didn't even get... Like, I didn't even get the box. Like, he's has like a... He even... He's such a designer... He took time to design just the packaging, Crazy. and he was like, "I was so pissed off I didn't get to send you the packaging." I'm like, "I didn't. Yeah. I honestly would have noticed. Not wear I'd the have box. felt bad because you'd have told me how to think about yeah. it. My son would have ripped the box open. Yeah. I'd have felt terrible about but like it." Like you daughter. said when you were showing it, like it doesn't even look armored. Like until you like actually. Yeah, when you look, were saying look. that, that was an arm because when you pulled up, I was like, oh, "Okay, that's a nice denim yeah, jacket." That's what I'm but saying. I didn't know like it was that armored. thing is yeah. sweet. Yeah, and it's not like a. I'm not going to name any brand. I'm not going to bag on anybody that makes <laughs> denim stuff, but it's not like your typical... Jay this, Leno denim. Well, yeah. Like head <laughs> to toe, hat, you know. Shirt. You didn't look like Jay Leno rolling up, but it didn't look like your typical denim too, which is really just like jeans, just like thicker jeans or like dual layer denim. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Like this thing, it, the style of it is sweet. And then when you let me feel the armor and stuff, I was like, man, that it's secretly sewed in there. You can't, you can't really tell unless you're like looking right up close. 
you can upgrade it. Like it's just like any other jacket. You yeah. can remove it oh, and go man. and go up classes of, if you really wanted yeah. to have armor in it. Um, but no, I said I'm. It's just yeah. Why not, dude? And it looks awesome. And people nowadays, like we were saying, you know, young people, millennial people, people a third of my age. I'm telling you, if he, you gotta <laughs> tell him if he does some women's apparel for sure. Yeah. No fucking pink, no purple. Yeah. <laughs> You'll definitely see a yeah. Well, that's the thing is that people do want to look cool. And they don't want to have to buy. I would rock if that if that was in my size. I yeah. would rock it. I would. I don't want to have to. If I'm going somewhere, I don't want to have to bring something in a backpack to wear when I get exactly. There. And that, that's what that is. That's yeah. what that is. That's that's pretty amazing. What's it? What's the company again? Dotado Apparel. So Dotado. D O T A D O Apparel. Nice. I'm gonna check that out. And we're gonna when we come back from a break, I do want to talk to Jay about she finally got the banana running <laughs> and she's here. <laughs> and then I want to play a little game. Um, before we have to kick everybody out of here. So we're going to roll into that. Jordan, real quick, Dadado Apparel, and where can people find you if they want to check out some of your... Like tasty wine treats and if you, you know, want the wine stuff, it's shop wine guys on all social media. If you want comedy and motorcycle stuff, Diggs and Ghost. And if you just want to follow me, it's who is Diggs. Wow. On Instagrizzle, I'm assuming. Yes, sir. Alrighty. Well, hey, we're gonna be right back and we're gonna play a cool funny game. Hopefully it's cool and funny. Let's see. <laughs> Alright, be right back. Hey, Junkie, Wigs, and Jay, it's Patreon subscriber, Old Man Slacker from the So You Want to Ride a Motorcycle podcast. I finally got caught up on listening to Backlog Motorcycle Podcast, because that's how a true slacker rolls, and I heard the dedication for your new slacker mic for Jay. So I just wanted to say I was really glad to help out. The only problem is now Jay sounds better than you other junksters. I'd offer to get Junkie and Wig's new Slacker mics also, but it seems I have a few expenses of my own to handle now with my own podcast. But I'll definitely keep supporting what you guys are doing. So when your listeners at Done Killing Brain Cells listening to the Creative Writing Podcast, they can head on over to my podcast, and I'll kill what's left. Anyway, keep up the great work, Junksters, and just remember, whatever you do, it's always time to ride. Hey, creative writing listeners, this is Moto G. Pete from the NoCo Moto Podcast, the best motorcycle podcast that you've never heard. Why haven't you heard of us? I'm not a conspiracy theorist, but I think the Clawbin Pickle Corporation has been paying iTunes to repress any other motorcycle pickle related content. And, like, our theme song barely even mentions pickles, but whatever. Just give us a listen doesn't chop out on the live recording it's so nice to be able to do this to tape you guys have no idea but we are back in uh we're actually in the house tonight the garage studio was we had a heat advisory today it was 103 here yesterday and it wasn't that quite as hot to d- today but i don't want to take it a chance it's still pretty hot i mean i was sweating i want Diggs to come back over again sometime and not be like dude no your house was like uh, i melted six times in there even with drinking cold stuff like this is not good so yeah we gave up the uh the old studio tonight and came inside we're in like the little chat pit we got a big screen with some isle of man playing on it which is just as good mm-hmm. so i want to talk to you jay about the banana oh yeah and uh Jay, the banana has been down. You weren't even on last week's show because... No, uh, I was down for two weeks. Man. Since the end of Motorcycle Podcasters Challenge, yeah. that's when I ate the dust. So, uh, and just, there's a challenge every year that this podcast in... Um, what? 
Yeah, this podcast in, uh, where are they? They're in Virginia, North Virginia. <laughs> I think Somewhere over there. I think they're in North Somewhere Carolina. The I think they're in North Carolina or one of the Virginias. But they put on a challenge every year called the Motorcycle Podcasters Challenge, and all of us podcasts sign up for it, and then our listeners get a chance to participate as well. And this year, the listeners like took main stage, and like they do um, – Bonus, like you would, you'd find street names. You go on like a scavenger hunt, basically, and mileage counted. So, you know, she commutes like a hundred miles a day almost anyway. And so she's like, this would be rad. And then on the weekends, they're going out. But she started to get some false neutrals, and all this stuff started coming out uh, later. So, to preface this story, to prep whatever Jay is going to say right now, I have to say that I was giving her all sorts of advice and what she was telling me. I was like, oh, damn, that sounds serious, but I'm not going to quite tell her, like, yeah. Stripped your like <laughs> counter shaft or something because I was like, dude, if this if it's moving and that's happening, this is yeah. The, this is there was a text where you're like, you know what? I don't want to give you bad advice. because yeah. I haven't even seen the bike. Yeah. So basically, <laughs> to, whatever she's gonna tell us right now, I realized that after giving you advice on this bike and maybe the Triumph too, um, I'm gonna like step back because I'm giving you advice based on like. Well, the reason I always text you guys is just because. What, and this is funny. This leads into the story is like all, what happens is I get into the garage. The garage has three motorcycles in it. The Harley that's not running, that's a project, a long-term project. The Triumph that we just got that needs to be fixed up. And then my banana is in there. So when I start, sit down, I'm just like laser focused. And yeah. sometimes I lose perspective yeah. and I miss things. And so that's why I'll text you guys because it'll be like, okay, maybe yep. I'm missing something. Maybe I, I forgot an adjustment yep. or I'm like doing it wrong yeah. or whatever. And and you were getting, I could tell you were frustrated because you said I'm about to throw something <laughs> through a window or something. And I was like, listen, this is that beer moment. This is when you go and you drink a beer. I know you don't drink beer, but I said, you know, this is go eat a sandwich, go do whatever you need to do. Uh, maybe that's where I said, "Oh, I know what porn." Now I know. Uh, now I remember what, what porn. What, that, which yeah, one yeah. was it? Because I said, "Go watch some. Re- go look at some Reddit." Oh yeah, Reddit the, porn. Go that's look at some like, Reddit why or are you watch Reddit flex, porn? flex in the mirror, <laughs> and sh- and then we said, "This is a learning moment." I said, "Not yeah." Now you know I look at Reddit porn and flex in the mirror when I'm working on my motorcycles. But but the main thing is to get yourself out of the situation and get your brain off it because you've you've been attacking it. Focus, like you said, laser focus. And what you need to do is laser focus over here. But since you're so focused here, you can't yeah. see that at that moment. And from my perspective, I'm assuming a bunch of stuff. I was in that one video that you sent me. You, she sent me a video of her working on the bike. I assumed that the back tire was on the ground. Like I thought it was on the side stand. I didn't even pay attention that it was on the center <laughs> stand. So when she puts it in gear and the chain spinning, I'm like, oh, that. And, but the bike's not lurching forward. I was like, that's bad. And then, like, I realized later after Chris had chimed in, too. Yeah, he's like, the, uh, is your bike up? Yeah, <laughs> so I was like, listen, your bike, that up. wheel spin, your bike, you let out the clutch, it won't stall if it's not on the ground. I thought it was on the ground. And if you let out the clutch and your chain is spinning and your bike's not going anywhere, like, that's bad news. Like, uh, what's going technology. on? Slipper, yes, slipper yes. Chain. <laughs> yeah. You got to rev it up to sixth style before it hooks. It's like a drag racer chain. <laughs> so yeah, I, I already make a lot of assumptions. And so even when I was trying to help you diagnose the false neutrals, I was like, oh, the dog gears, like something's not right there. And it turns out it could have been what I was talking about, but it's probably because you're, I didn't see that you had also took another video of your sprocket totally loose. 
I would have said that first if I would have known that that's what the problem was. But your your sprocket being loose could have let the everything kind of like slide in and out of, on that shaft, and yeah. it's not engaging. And maybe that's why you were getting well, I think false neutrals. Yeah, the, I don't know how. I don't think the the sprocket nut was loose for long because yeah. there would have been way more damage yeah. because the washer that was holding it only had a few teeth that were sheared yeah. off. Only so, a few teeth sheared off. Only a few. So but, I think yeah. it just JB happened that night. Yeah. I think it was maybe starting to get loose. Yeah. And I didn't put a uh, Loctite on it. Yeah. The first time around. So and I didn't know that you had changed the, the front sprocket. So I thought I said that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you I, didn't tell me. You might have told me uh, like when you first got it. But yeah, you, in when that, I did the chain, that, yeah. I, I swapped. Yeah. I switched. I uh, upgraded. So I didn't know it had number. been loosened once already. So that's what I, I was like. Oh, there's a lot of stuff I was assuming and I didn't know. Gotta ask questions, man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so what ended up happening? What was the problem with the banana? Um, well, basically, the engine sprocket nut had backed off mm-hmm. and was just. Barely holding on by a few threads. Yeah. And so the aftermath of that was the sprocket came off. Uh-huh. And so then it was no longer on the drive shaft. Yeah. And so and that there's was the a, main issue. And I think I looked up your bike and I was like, look, first, second, third, and fourth rides on that shaft. And so you were getting false neutrals in all those gears. And I think what had happened was when that, when that nut came loose, it allowed there to be play on the shaft. Yeah. And the dog gears couldn't engage all the way. Or they were engaging and then slipping, and you were that's you were getting a lot of false neutrals right before it happened all the way. And yeah. I think it's because there was increased play, and everything that should be tight together to make it turn when it's in gear was like this. And also, you know, I mean, all it takes is like a millimeter when you're talking. And then talking on top that. of it, I think the I mean, it's a 2005, and I believe that clutch cable is original. Yeah, and that was like mm. pretty stretched, and it was really like tight. And um, so I upgraded that, and then also the clutch plates. I don't think the I think the clutch was original too. Yeah. So I popped. It's all fresh. I have fresh tires. Yeah. The chain. I don't want to brag. Few thousand on it. It feels yeah. amazing. Yeah, she yeah. has spark plugs, yeah. fresh spark, spark plugs, plugs. Velcro to her tank <laughs> Actually, to whatever. Ones. Uh, I don't want to brag, but the clutch cable. On my 1980 Yamaha, original, still works. <laughs> and the original piston. Still works. Yeah. Relative, relative. Yeah. No. It still it, looks it, like it, a cable. I think, I think it's... <laughs> it I, hasn't I, turned to powder yet. I've replaced it at least once, so I know so I'm somebody between 1980 and when I got it probably replaced it a few times. Yeah. But, but yeah, no, that was, stuff. And when you fix your clutch cable, all the other problems after, you know, because you were getting frustrated that you had done all this work and then it was still not working. And then I was like, check your I clutch think, cable. Yeah, the clutch cable was the like the last the thing. The last piece of the puzzle. And once I replaced that and it was just getting the just getting it adjusted and dialed in, that was the hardest part because I would adjust it down at the actuator and then I would go to adjust up at the lever, but then it would be, get too tight mm-hmm. down back at the bottom. Yeah. So I was just like going back and forth yeah, like yeah, ping yeah. pong. Yep. I don't think I've ever adjusted a clutch cable well enough for my own. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I, it feels amazing now So because yeah. it was like creeping forward. And then I did one final adjustment because I was getting so frustrated. I was like, okay, let me just slow it down, do one final adjustment. And then at, at the gas station, it was still creeping forward. And then Ashley, my girlfriend, she's like, well, just just turn the the free play, just uh, back it off a bit. And then I just did like half a turn, and it, it was great. So now nice. it's amazing. <laughs> That's yeah. rad. So it feels nice and smooth. And funny enough, because the clutch on the Triumph, I was having trouble getting that to work as well. So I had taken the clutch out. And then I put all the plates back in, and I couldn't get the lever. Like, it was just no tension. 
And so I took it apart, put it back together. Like I have the manual. I'm going part by part. And I was just like ripping my hair out. And then Ashley comes down and she looks at it. And the bracket that attaches the cable to the outside of the cover, I didn't have that bolted in. <laughs> oh, man. So, little things, just little things here and so there. So she did that, and she's like, she goes to test it. She's like, oh, it works fine. And I'm like, I fucking I'd have blew the bike up. It took her less than two minutes to look at it, bolt it back up, and it was fine. And I was just like, oh, my God. Yeah. So, yeah, but sometimes a that, fresh pair of eyes yeah, really, really The helps. beer moment, and I said, go flex in the mirror and look at, Reddit porn and it helps. It does help. It and blow it up. It, yeah. And if all else fails, just blow about, it up. I was just so frustrated because I was like, okay, is it the spring? Like, what am I doing wrong? Yeah. And it was right in front of me because the spring is like the bolts are like an inch below. And you're just it. looking right past it. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. You're laser focused and you, sometimes you got to exactly. not be tunnel visioned. Well, I'm glad the banana is back up and running and I'm glad you got it fixed. And now. It's time to play a little game. I haven't ever played this game with anybody on the podcast with me. I, I did this game out in the wild one time, so I hope it goes well. I don't have any cool theme music for it, but let's just do this one. You're about to play a crazy game with me. I hope it's really fun. I hope it's not too dumb. <laughs> I have a game, and this game, I don't know if you guys, maybe I'm barking up the wrong tree and you guys are just going to kill it on this, but I have a game that I made up myself, I'll have you know, <laughs> and I think it's pretty rad, and it's called Bike or Wrestler, and I have a list of about 20, man, geez, this mm-hmm. list is kind of long, I have a bike of about 50. <laughs> a bike of about 50? A list of about 50. <laughs> I have a wrestler of about 50 here. Um if I was a D&D character, my intelligence would be about one. Uh, I wish it was 50. But I do, I have a list here, quite a few. We, we won't go through the whole thing. I won't torture you. But I'm going to tell you a name. You guys you guys can play on the same team. To make this real fun, I would uh, have you guys go against each other, and then I'd have some curse that one of you would have to do. Oh, God, no. Yeah. Please, no. Yeah. She hates it. There was a talk like a pirate, talk with a British accent, uh, say, talk like a surfer. We had some cool, cool. I thought they were cool because I never had to do any of them. But, um, but we won't do that. You guys can work together on this one. How's that? In the, in the, uh, How, nude- do you ever watch wrestling? No. No? I can't say. I yeah. Last and you guys, so. you guys are both I, like. I grew up watching WWF. No! Mm-hmm. Dang well, I, it. I feel like I I left. I, I watched younger. I kind of left when like Stone Cold left. Yeah. Oh, so, geez, dude. I yeah, watched it way before. Yeah. It's been a while. Yeah. Well, this is from my era of wrestling. Okay. So we're talking okay. Junkyard Dog, Iron Sheik, and I probably shouldn't have said that because those might be the names <laughs> of bikes. <laughs> yeah. Wrestlers. Got it. Yes. <laughs> and the... Uh, the bike names are not all from the American market, so that's why I think it okay. might work. So okay. let's get this Lid started. The first it. name on the list, I almost said the first biker <laughs> on the list. <laughs> yeah, Evil Knievel. Now, the first name on the list is Americana. Bike, that's a bike. or wrestler? Bike. Go on, bike. <laughs> wrestler. I don't have my. Oh, what? I don't have my cool sound effect. Yeah, Junkyard Americana wrestler? was. Uh, she was part of the original Glorious Ladies of Wrestling. You're oh, that up. you're right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You're I remember up. that now. Glow. 
Yeah, yeah. There's a new season coming out too. <laughs> oh, season, is it like a new show? Do they are they redoing it? Uh, no, season three is coming out. You're talking about the. I'm talking about in the 1980s. No, the women's they had, they wrestling have a league series was... called Glow. Oh, does it? Is it about the 1980s yeah. wrestling league? Yeah. Oh, okay. It's about it. Yeah. Well, no, I'm just talking about like when I used to watch wrestling in the no, 80s. No, and she's one of the characters. Nice. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Shit, they're remaking everything from it's the good. 80s. It's no. funny. It's good. I like Dang. it. Dang. I think it's on Netflix. I'm going to check it out and see if it's really like the 80s was. Because a lot of times the 80s is glorified. It yeah, I watched cool. the documentary on <laughs> the original, and it's, pre- it's pretty similar. Okay, yeah. okay. The next name on the list, Inazuma. That's a bike. No, he that's that's a wrestler. Confident. That's a wrestler. That's not like something Suzuki would make. That's a wrestler. <laughs> Uh oh, we have a we're split. <laughs> I need a final decision, you guys. Uh oh. Uh, I I I don't. Know. I think that's a wrestler, but All I right. don't know. I don't know. You sound pretty confident. It's a bike. Who who? If it's a bike, who made it? Suzuki. Suzuki. Inazuma is a bike. Uh, I believe Suzuki dang. made it. Yeah, <laughs> I, it sounds like it's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's. Um, it wasn't like Montezuma a wrestler then. I don't know. I can't tell you that. Yeah. It might be on the list. <laughs> uh, I think the Inazuma is like. Yeah, it's a little two fifty, but in Japan, I think, it, or yeah, like in yeah. Asian markets, yeah, it felt like that. <laughs> All right, <laughs> the next name on the list. We'll do about. 15 of these <laughs> then the most, uh, dude, uh, seriously when I started scrolling down I was like we'll be here till next week <laughs> alright the next name on the list is Versus this could be a tricky cause this could be a tricky it must then it's both I think you're giving it away it's <laughs> yeah. both cause I already know Versus what is it? It's a bike okay yeah, I know yeah, it is a bike alright you guys are right <laughs> it's a bike <laughs> alright now this one I have to quantify the dragon as in steamboat. That's got to be a, a wrestler, right? At the steamboat dragon. That sounds like a. <laughs> Wait, is it the steamboat? Is this is this one sentence? Is this? A... Well, it's dragon. The dragon. The dr- so what's the, the steamboat, steamboat dragon? What is the steamboat? Is this? <laughs> is a tag like team wrestler? Very different things. Yeah, they're not even. I have a comma. I have dragon, comma steamboat. Also, oh, you don't. We don't really know the answer to this one. Yeah, I know the answer. I, I know the answer because I have I a think special. This one's flawed. Okay. The dragon, the steamboat. Yeah. What? Do you guys remember Ricky the Dragon Steamboat? Mm. Maybe his name was Ricky Steamboat. Never when I was a kid, Ricky the do Dragon. Do you get a horn? Do you? Uh, <laughs> you get one? I'll give myself a horn. <laughs> Ricky the Dragon Steamboat was one of the coolest uh, wrestlers of the eighties. So it was wrestling. And I never, when I was a kid, I always just called him Ricky the Dragon Steamboat. I never thought that his name was Ricky Steamboat. The mm-hmm. Dragon. And the Dragon was his wrestler. People actually called themselves the Dragon. I wasn't. Yeah, I wasn't alive dragon. in the eighties. I just got to give that. I know. This so, is. Like, I love this. Uh, you, were, you weren't. I was born in ninety one. Oh damn! I graduated okay. high school. So, <laughs> so the the Dragon. I was like, when you were just a gleam in your father's eye. Um, <laughs> A pain in my mother's ass. Yeah, <laughs> literally. <laughs> All right, Wraith. Isn't that... That's a car. I, I, I was just going to say that's a, a Rolls car, Royce. right? Yeah. Is there a Rolls yeah, Royce? Yeah, it Rolls is. Rolls Royce Wraiths. Yeah, sick. That's a sick one. Dope car. So this list only has bikes or wrestlers. <laughs> um, I'm kind of inclined to say wrestler only because... I think there'd be an issue a if it's a car and a bike. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's a wrestler. Or a wrestler too. named after a car. <laughs> I think it's a wrestler. Actually, no. It was, do you guys Damn remember it. the Confederate Hellcat? 
and the Confederate yeah. Wraith, two of the oh. most. Yeah. I'm sorry, because I, I know the guys at Confederate, too. That just scared the shit out of me, by the way. What's that? <laughs> oh, the little oh, that little weasel <laughs> thing over there? There's a toy on the floor. I almost it ran does, out the house. It does have eyes on it. I almost it blew it up. Creepy. If his kids weren't here, the house would have been. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You don't, you don't like animals, huh? <laughs> Just no, it is like pretty freaky. Dude, my kid, my kid threw that at me, uh, and I caught it out of the corner of my eye, too, and I did the same thing. I was like, what the hell is jumping on me? So Wraith was a... Okay, yeah. Wraith is the Confederate Wraith, yeah. Mm. Damn it. Uh, Undertaker. That's a wrestler. Come on. That what? Was, you on. guys were like, come I know on. that one. I come know on. that one. That's like, you might as well said The Rock. <laughs> <laughs> come on. <laughs> All right, the next one is The Rock. No, just kidding. <laughs> Scratch that off the Ronin. List. Ronin. It's a city. That, no, it's know. also a rice, right? Rice a Ronin? Rice a Ronin. Oh, dang. I'm way off. I feel like that's a wrestler. Ronin? What are the uh, Ronin? I feel like it'd be a. I don't know. It, it sounds like a wrestler to me. I just I can't imagine. That I, I, love I, don't know I just got a new Ronin at this game, so I'm. I don't know. I'm I just got a new Ronin myself. at the dealership. Okay, I'm. <laughs> that does sound kind of stupid. <laughs> yeah, you got a new Ronin. Say, we'll say wrestler. I like wrestler. Wrestler. Okay. Well, you know, Ronin were the ninjas, right? The yeah. uh, the ninjas. Uh, it's so it's like. Samurai. Kawasaki. They were like the Damn secret it. secret ops of the samurais, right? Oh, but it is a motorcycle. Of course. Yeah. It's the Ronin that raced at Pikes Peak. Uh, there was only 47 of them made. They were based on Buells. They had like that weird like Hossack front end. Mm. And I think it won exactly Pikes Peak about five years ago. Yeah. Exactly what that is. Yeah. No, but Have you, you, you misunderstood score? wrestler <laughs> for bike. I think that's what... It's like an accent. It's like a delay in the headset. Yeah. So. Oh, you guys said bike. <laughs> it, was, right. it was a delay. All right. You might want to get your switchboard together. Let me I see. Let me, <laughs> let me fix this. Beep, boop, 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 boop. All right. Everything's calibrated. Okay. Hacksaw. <laughs> oh, oh, no. That was an actual. That was Hacksaw. Actual. Yeah, I wasn't just hacking something. I thought that was there. your safe word. So I just left Home Depot. Yeah. <laughs> that is my safe word. Hacksaw. I was at Home Depot. Um, I didn't see a bike nor a wrestler in the hacksaw section. Um. Uh oh, that's got to be a wrestler, man. I refuse to believe someone yeah, named the bike the hacksaw. That, yeah, that's just lazy. <laughs> if it, was, it was Harley, and they named it the hacksaw because <laughs> it was probably a steel framed. <laughs> if I find out that there was a bike called the hacksaw, I will come back and give you guys double points. But you're correct, Jim Hacksaw Dugan was. Uh, he went by the hacksaw. Um, the hacksaw. Yeah, a couple more here. V Max. Right. <sighs> come. <laughs> I mean, it sounds like somebody powerful, right? You're, you're throwing some I softballs. Yeah, in yeah there to you're just trying to keep better. us buttered up. All right. <laughs> okay, well, that's a bike. Easily, I guess. Barber. Track. That is a track. In Alabama. Is, is there a motorcycle named after the track? Hmm. The Barber. Well, there's a shop. I'm going to say Wrestler. I'm gonna, I something. like Wrestler. I like Wrestler. You guys ever heard of Brutus the Barber Beefcake? Okay. All right. You guys are right on that, that one. That was three nicknames. <laughs> yeah, it was. But he just went by the Barber. That's, His name was not Beefcake. I, no, it was not. His name wasn't Beefcake. His name wasn't Brutus it, Beefcake. It was, it was the Barber. <laughs> it was the and Ricky, Barber. And the Ricky Steamboat, who was the dragon. Was not a Ricky, actual ID. The, the dragon's too. You name. know what? That won't fit. Mr. On beefcake. What was his name? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Brutus Beefcake. Mr. Beefcake. No. I refuse to believe he went to the deli and got. 
pound of ham for Mr. Beefcake. That yeah. didn't happen. <laughs> if you're telling me that his <laughs> towels were crazy bro. Just trust that me, his towels crazy. all said BTBB <laughs> for Brutus the Barber of oh, Beefcake, I guess there's another back then. Yeah, whose B-T-B-B. parents were naming people? Yeah. <laughs> My son, my son's the, the bar- beefcake the barber. family, <laughs> and and your name's Brutus Beefcake. How do you get the barber out of that? Your parents didn't love you. Somebody who's a beefcake. It's three B's, right? Yeah, the I beefcake guess. family. <laughs> All right. Is that Scottish? I hope. Yeah, <laughs> it is actually. Uh, famous barbers from Scotland. I hope you guys didn't get mad at me for this. Brutale. Like. Hmm, let's go wrestler. <laughs> Why would we know? We know. Come on. Oh, come on. I thought you were, you were no. giving me it. You were buttering me up. Okay, oh, yes, okay. the Brutale. Yokozuna. Wrestler. I, I like wrestling. Wrestler. How'd you know that? That was my brother's favorite wrestler. Oh, dang. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Tatanka. That's Tatanka. I think that's also a wrestler. I think it's a wrestler, too. All right, you guys are right. Okay. I was I was hoping you would think it's like a Harley Davidson rival <laughs> that went bankrupt in 29, you know, a with Tatanka? everybody else. Uh, Tatanka. Rebranded you know, as Tonka as toys? No, because Tatanka is Indian for Buffalo, like Sue for Buffalo. I don't. Mm. So, like, I didn't pay attention you guys to school. Don't, didn't you guys ever <laughs> you watch know? Dancing with Wolves? Don't you guys know this stuff? I, oh, I it's didn't been years that. since I've seen that. Oh, man. What about Octane? That's That's got to be a wrestler. I just fit that. I was going to say, I think that's a bike. Actually, I think you're right. <laughs> that's got to be wrestling. No, but you're right. <laughs> no, for some reason, I feel that I've heard of it before. And well, I haven't heard of 80s wrestlers in my life, so. Wow. You know, it's just <laughs> being honest here. Very, that's an amazing thing to be able to say. <laughs> I'm literally just shooting ideas out here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You see how gray his hair is slowly getting as you're saying these things. I feel I feel wrinkles every time he says something. I feel a new one pop up. It's disgusting. But you guys are gonna have to lift me into bed before you leave. Um, so where are you guys going? Bike or I'm wrestler? Say, I like bike. I'm gonna say bike. I'm gonna do three more. So it's the victory octane. You guys okay. are very astute. okay. So I was like, I've heard of it. Yeah. You yeah. probably saw it at IMS two years ago, right before Victory went out of business. I love the eight ball. I will own one. I don't care. The Victory Wait, eight ball. The Octane was at IMS like three years ago, but Victory went out of business officially in 2014, right? Well, they yeah. still, but I know that they, they still have like, you could buy like new Victories up until like last year. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. Did they true. go out of business or they got bought out? No, they, they, they went. They, they were bought and shut down. Polaris bought them. And that, yeah, that's, okay, that's what. I yeah, thought. they shut it because Indian started to do pretty good, and Victory wasn't doing so. Good. Honestly, no, neither of them were doing good. Indian, they just kind of said, you know what, we're going to pick the one that was the oldest. Yeah, and then now Indian's doing phenomenal. Well, oh yeah, yeah, it and, looks good. It looked good. Yeah. Have you ridden the FTR? No. Yeah. Have you ridden the Goldberg? That's my next. I, do, I don't like. Wrestler. I don't like that you're just throwing this off. He's still relevant today. Goldberg? He was in the youngest yard like less than a decade ago. Didn't you see? Didn't you ride the Goldberg last year's IMS? <laughs> yeah, you guys are right. That's a wrestler. Fireblade. Come like. on. <laughs> That's the wrestler's name. Fireblade? It still says it on the bikes right now. Dang. You go on the Honda's website and it says the Fireblade. That's They're it? trying to pay homage to the All right. 90s. This <laughs> may be a trick. Hayabusa. <laughs> He got bored. He was bored. And he just, you know what he did? He went down Wikipedia for a sport Dude, listen, uh, listen, listen to this. Okay, okay. You guys are right. Come on, let's get, give then, us a tough one. Don't count those. We, can't, gonna, we can't end give on us those. Give a tough one. You Come said on. three more and gave us three softball I did. Uh, how about Dos Caras? Are you pronouncing that properly? Dos Caras. 
Is it Hispanic? That's two faces in Spanish. Very good. Yeah. Muy bueno. Mm. Two faces. Que bien. I, well, if it's Spanish, I don't know a Spanish bike maker. <laughs> like I think that's a wrestler. I would agree with that. Yeah, a luchador. That's a, Dos okay. Caras. Dos <laughs> Wait, yeah. What bike company would pay homage to Two Faces? <laughs> Bandit. There it is again. He's just going back to the old. Dude, I played this game with guys. I did really good with this. When, with the people I played with. Okay, Animal. God, this is, you guys, you guys, I need to step it up a notch for bikers. Yeah, it was a little rough at the beginning, but I think we're It we're seems like you got to get okay. away from the Japanese yeah. brand bikes. The Japanese maybe, brand bikes are You know what? Maybe of. I did. Maybe in the middle there, like The Undertaker it was tough at the, and at Yokozuna. The top, but now it's All just right. like it, <laughs> Okay, let like, me go down on. here to the middle. Let me go down. You're like Sportster. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Harley Davidson. Let me Ninja. go down here to the middle. I have no idea. Here we go. <laughs> just for you, Rock. Just Rock. Well, I'm guessing because The Rock is a wrestler, this is going to be. Oh right. no! Okay, The Rock, <laughs> The Rock. We'll start there. We'll start with that. The, the water is so muddy right now. Yeah. I don't know what we'll, is what. We'll start with The Rock here, and we'll work our way a few down this part of the list. You I think really, I, you really put The Rock on that. I list? was playing with some assholes, dude, when I really did this the first time. You, you, you who do they? <laughs> they knew '80s wrestlers. They didn't know they didn't '90s. Look, the Rock is. He's literally on every single movie promo right now. All right. Edge. Let's skip rock. Edge. Edge. That's a wrestler. I said it confidently. I'm not as confident gonna, as I I'm sound a lot of times, wrestler. though. I'm just going to preface I'm that. I him. sound confident, but I'm not. Okay. But I'm going to go with wrestler. Correct for Jordan? Okay. Monster. Here we are. I just, like, <laughs> they, they've been made for 24 years consecutively. You got to, like, dig into the crates. You got to pull some, like, obscure what if I 24 bikes, years man. The monster. Okay. <laughs> Pull something obscure. Come on. Bergman. Bike. Yeah. <laughs> Paul Smart. Mm. That That's a curveball. Paul Smart. I feel like that's a bike. It sounds like it could be British. I feel like it's a bike. I feel like I've heard of it. Paul Smart. Paul Smart. That would be a weird bike name, though. But it could be a vintage bike. It could be a it could be a vintage bike. I must and have got it does soft s- there in the and it, I did. I think I went. Yeah, hard you did. See, soft. this is good. This now is getting, a good okay. one. It does this sound. Br- it does sound British. It mm. does sound like it could be a British. But that's bike. not a very tough wrestler name. Yeah, I can't imagine Paul Smart coming down to the ring to kick your ass. <laughs> it's just, it doesn't. I'm not scared. I'm gonna, yeah, I'm gonna go with bike. Yeah, it was a Ducati. All right, Booker T. Wrestler. He's like one of seven black wrestlers. Of course, <laughs> <Shut> we, <up! laughs> of course we know. <laughs> All right, Dusty Rhodes. Dusty Rhodes. That's a wrestler. Like a porn name. That is like a porn name. <laughs> it's a wrestler. Maybe his shtick was he was a porner. <laughs> a porner. A porner. Isn't that what you call the guys that do porn? That's what they used to call it back in the day. You're a, a porn. porner and a porness. <laughs> they don't call it that anymore. What? Like an actor and an actress. Uh, Sable. That's a wrestler. It's a bike. Female I like, wrestler. It's a wrestler? I thought I it was a bike. it's a female wrestler. It is a female wrestler. Yeah. Wow. Very good. Rebel. <laughs> <sighs> I don't like it. Especially new to two. You know, I work with new riders. And all such. right, all right. Like, <laughs> that's just a give me. Boulevard. Oh my Suzuki. god! All right, <laughs> sorry, we're starting naming brands. Daisy, the what? Jay-Z? Daisy, 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 
as in D A Y, D A I, D A like the, like the flower I, for clarity. Yeah, I still don't know. I'm gonna say and don't say BB Gun Company either. I'm gonna say wrestler. That's too feminine to be a bike name. Uh, I, not I, not that I'm not trying to be sexist, but I'm just saying. Nineteen percent of riders are women right now, or nineteen percent increase this year. So yeah, one uh, of those two statistics is accurate. And remember. As in the Fireblade, they don't say that except for in England. <laughs> this could be a bike from another country. The but it's a wrestler. I'll <laughs> okay. just say that. Okay. Uh, California Doll. Wrestler. I like wrestler for that one. Yep. Yeah. Cinnamon. Cinnamon. That's a wrestler. I like porn star for that one. <laughs> Did you just go through all of the glow? Yeah. <laughs> all of the glow wrestlers. The Dream. The Dream? Harley Davidson marketing tactic over the sixties. Ooh, very good. I like where your head's going. What are you saying? Um, are you going? Harley I'm gonna Dav- say wrestler. We have a split decision. Dream the dream. The dream or dream? The, well, the dream. <laughs> that was I'm like not, a non-answer. I'm not, I'm not gonna He's say like, yeah, like well, the dream. I'm not gonna say the anymore. Like the like when I just said Undertaker, and I should have said the Undertaker. And when I said Fireblade, I probably well, should have no, said the Fireblade. No, but if that's part of the name, yeah, like then that is important. That is critical. That's dream or the dream. Dream or the same. dream. Hmm. I kind of want to just know. That's kind of like a. Gr- it could be yeah. either. I'm gonna say I think I'm gonna say bike. Let's go bike. Honda Dream. Honda Dream. Okay. So Honda the Dream or the Honda when, Dream? When I did guess. that come out? What year was that? 1959. Oh really? I was, wow. I, I said oldie. 60s Harley. Fat it, boy. It felt like a. <laughs> Uh, if you didn't know bikes, <laughs> wouldn't you think a fat boy was a wrestler? Dinah. <laughs> I had Dinah on here. I skipped it. Attaché. How's that one? Oh, you know what I had right after fat boy? Slim. Slim. And no, not fat boy slim. Like, I just put it in that order because it's funny. Are we, okay. Not the slim. Um, I'm going to say wrestler. I like wrestler for it. Ooh. I got you with the Harley soft tail slim. Slim. I've never heard anyone call it a slim. Like, oh, that's a slim in the garage. You have. That doesn't happen. They also didn't say the. He's trying to make that a thing. They also didn't say the soft tail. Some people have springers. Some people have slims. Yeah. (laughs) They also didn't say the fat. The soft tail fat boy. Fat boy's a soft tail. But people just say. Fat boy slim. Okay. I liked fat boy slim anyway. And uh, did you already do attaché? We did not do attaché. Oh man, it's like an urban person's name for their. Daughter. <laughs> <laughs> I think I knew someone. Da- <laughs> I did work at the ninety-nine cent store in Inglewood, and, uh, and they spell it differently than it should be spelled. <laughs> There's a, it starts with a G. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of, kind of got to go wrestler. I don't know. Uh, that kind of does sound like an obscure, like European it could. model. <laughs> European model. Oh, I thought you were going like, to say European wrestler. <laughs> super Legera Attaché. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. What do you say? Let's just go bike. We're on a bike show. Yeah. We'll do bike. Yay. It's a wrestler. Oh, okay. Damn it. <laughs> the very, very last one. I won't even say Bret Hart. Pacific Coast. Highway. Pacific PCH. Coast. PCH. 
Pacific. Well, that's, that's no, no Pacific Coast. I'm not, sorry, you said you said who highway themselves. Yeah, I was gonna say Pacific like Coast. who would name themselves Mount Fuji? <laughs> <laughs> did I say? Did I ask you guys Mount no, Fuji? No, but yeah. that is a wrestler. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pacific Coast bike. I, I'm going bike again. Another marketing technique. Yeah. Do you guys know if the if it is a bike? Do you know who makes it? I'll give you bonus points. Um, Pacific. Honda? Yep. Honda. Yeah, because yeah, I, I, I have that on Wikipedia. PC 800, baby. Yeah. They're the only one with a big enough budget. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, I was just actually, I just I was just reading about that last week. Yeah. Coast. You guys, so I was like, that's a weird name. Yeah. You guys did great. I did terrible. Mm-hmm. I should never read this. Just not Japanese bikes. That was just, all I, the Japanese bikes we just got through yeah, so quickly. Yeah, <laughs> I, yeah. I played with people that didn't know like, either. Like, people who aren't writers would and know so, some of those. Yeah, so it was really funny when I was playing with them, because it was like, oh, yeah. Like, of course, they got, like, Hacksaw Jim Duggan and... Like Mount Fuji, but the other ones, they were really, I got them. Um, Dusty Roads, I thought that would like throw you off. Maybe that's a bike, you know? Maybe somebody got a bike called the Dusty Roads. I have the Hulk in here. Is that a bike or a wrestler? That's a wrestler. Yeah. His name's Terry Hogan, and he's the Hulk. But uh, I'm sorry that I failed. <laughs> I thought it was a rad game, but apparently it wasn't. And also, I, th- I thought that was pretty good. I, yeah. Okay, good. That was good. I'll, I'll refine it for, yeah, for bikers. Yeah, I think we should, we should revisit it, but Hopefully like, no one you know, this. fine-tune that was like it a bit. 80% yeah. of the list right there. <laughs> I left off the really, when I started, when you guys started poo-pooing them, I was like, they're really going to know who this is. So, but anyways, uh, that's our show as well. We are at two hours. You just wasted wow. two hours, bro. <laughs> you know that we've been recording probably like two and a half. I'm not mad at it. Yeah, I, th- I think you got some good work cut out here today. I'm I think killed my good. camera battery, so yeah, <laughs> that, that's good. <laughs> Hopefully, uh, didn't get me on there. I'm in hiding from the government. So, <laughs> but yeah, man. So that's our show. Uh, if you're checking, if you want to check out Jay, check out the Flying Banana on Instagram. If you want to check out our show, uh, you can hit us up on Facebook. Uh, creative writing podcast also on instagram as that check us out on twitter as creative underscore writer and to check out all the latest isle of man stuff like a lot of those guys don't use instagram they use twitter so it's pretty funny to go to you know go to twitter and actually see racers like roger hayden just bought a uh, moto gp ducati and was tweeting it out like what do you think i should do with this baby uh, anybody got some uh, free track days I could take this too so I thought that was pretty funny put Q3s on it yeah yeah. <laughs> so he was looking for some track days uh, where it's sunny right now to go go take his new GP purchase um, and so if you want to check out Wigs check him out at Wigs09 or Field underscore Initiative Knives all on Instagram because he's like a young kid on Instagram and if you want to check out Jordan Diggs he's not just on Instagram but he is there he's also on YouTube you guys have a Facebook for Diggs and Ghosts because I've checked you out there mm-hmm. but you gave us the deets earlier. Give it to us once again for the people that weren't just that are just now Do it tuning slower, in. Slower, slower. Well, <laughs> the people that are just now tuning in, uh, two hours in, that skip to the end for some reason. Where, can we, where are all the fun places we can find you? For all the funny stuff, motorcycle stuff, digs and ghost on all social. For the wine accessory products, the best ones in the game. We'll say that it is shop wine guys on all social media. If you want to find me on Facebook, it's Jordan Digs. On Instagram, it is Who Is Digs. And check him out. He'll be on the IMS Moto Show's video series that they're putting out. Are they going to only be showing that at the shows? Or are they going to be? Oh, no, the IMS rides will be live online everywhere. Oh, dude. Yeah. So check that out if you get a chance. June 24th, the first one drops. You're going to see 
You'll get to see who we're talking 24th. to here. 24th. Okay. June 24th. And I'm then. excited. That sounds really cool. Ignore my haircut, too. The first one, man, it was off guard. <laughs> you know, my haircut. I don't want to hear none of that about my haircut and my stuff. Let me, let me do my thing. And eventually check out Wikipedia and IMDb because. Uh, <laughs> He's going to be on there too. Yeah, I'm so I'm going to need your autograph before you leave. <laughs> I know. Yeah. We, we need to hedge I our bets. I'm going to put it behind here. glass so when you blow up like a year from now, be worth money. And next time you uh, you want to head out this way, or if you need uh, some ugly guy to play an old security cop on his last, or old security <laughs> guard on his last day of work, or whatever, hit me up. I'll be more than willing to come down and play that guy. But yeah, uh, whenever you're in the area again, you're always welcome. And, uh, any super cool um, why are you laughing <laughs> any really cool significant meaningful things you want to get out there and say to any of the bikers that are listening um, I'm going to reference the best bike movie of all everybody that was our show for this week and i do want to say we're gonna be out of town next week so i think the moto one podcast network executives are gonna do like a best of or play one of our affiliate shows or something like that so stick around listen to that let me know how it goes and tell me how it is bye